wants to talk to me? Come on in, Zoe. This is Mrs. Tilden, owner of... She knows who I am. Mrs. Tilden liked your profile on Catherine Durant. No, I didn't. I loved it. In depth, uncompromising. Normally, I don't read things before they go to print, but Kathy's a friend. Tell me how you knew she'd be nominated before she did. You want my source? Tom says you won't tell him. I haven't told anyone. Well, I own the paper. And I'm very grateful to be working here. So you're not going to tell me either? Which do you want, my source or my integrity? Tom. Move Zoe's piece to the front page of Sunday's edition. Let me think that over. You think it over as much as you want, then put it on the front page. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. And admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I got that for free at work. Very cool. Yeah, I'm going to give it to my dad because he likes Angry Birds. Does he really? Yeah. That's so funny. Him and his iPad. That's so funny. Your dad is such a... It's such like a quiet, like oh yeah, like late, like very, like not even quiet, laid back, but quiet, stoic kind of guy. I mean, he's always yeah. been very, very nice to me. Oh yeah, but he's a very certainly a man of very few words. He's yeah. very, I mean, it's because so, like my dad won't shut the fuck up, you know. <laughs> but your dad is very like I think I, I've known you a decade and Holy shit, maybe yeah. even more. And, no wait, um, now it actually has been more because uh, it was. Um, yeah. You started at the theater in is October of two thousand one. Yeah, you were, and I April started in February. Oh, February, February of um two thousand two. Two thousand two. Yeah. So now we're yeah, at so we're February yeah. of yeah so eleven years. years. So Holy shit. um, and I think your dad has maybe said fifteen words to me. Well, that's that's like that's a lot. One a year, a little that, bit more. That is that, true. So. That is true. But that's um, also. But again, it's, that's it's also not because he's thirty-seven like, words less than he said to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it's uh, I mean, he's a perfectly nice guy. He's a great guy, and uh, but yeah, he's just a very quiet guy. Well, he's got so this. He's the, got this. Don't fucking talk to me exterior. That really is like. It's how it's how we are. It's like I don't want to fucking talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, but if um, if you're nice, then he'll talk but to you. The, the fact that he, I could just sort of picture him sitting there like digging Angry Birds. Oh yeah, he, he, he is oh yeah, kind of funny. So that's um, I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> 
That, that's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, um, what's new? Uh, Captain Dave says greetings. Hey, Hello. Captain Dave. Um, so, uh, yeah, we had a fucking snowstorm today. Yeah. No, oh, well. What can you do? Oh, can I get my plug out real quick? Absolutely. All right. My plug for Teddy's Really, Really Late Show. Our reservations have been coming in nicely. Folks have been uh, good getting tickets quick. So um, trrls.com. Get your tickets quick. Um, so there's still room. And, nice. Um, yeah, we had to cancel rehearsal last night So um, ah, because yeah. of the fucking weather. But, that's right. That's right. Uh, but that's okay. And uh, so I just want to uh, put that out there. Very nice. Um, yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad. Teddy's people are, really, really late show. Glad people are getting the tickets. Yeah, yeah. It's been. Uh, it's been. It's been good. Yeah, I'm sure so, that takes a little bit of the pressure off. So yeah, you, a little bit. You can concentrate on actually doing the show. Yeah, getting the show. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's been good. So that's good. Um, yeah, but uh, I've had a lot of people like, hey, um, um, I would uh, like logistically if you can get them before, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I can sort of be. Clear with the restaurant on food, right? But because uh, the night of, that's you know, if you're buying tickets the night of, that's kind of a logistical nightmare food wise. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so oh, hey, I didn't switch over to the camera. Is the uh, <laughs> best thing. <laughs> hey, so, there, there, um, there we are. So, yeah, getting the <sighs> night of is uh, is Shit. best for everyone involved. So, okay. Um, Sorry, I kind of talked over that. So that's that. That's cool. <laughs> Yo. Um, yeah. So. So there we are. So, yeah, you're a writer. Yes. I know how to read. All right. I understand semantics, uh-huh. as do you, uh-huh. and you understand better than, than your average bear how language works. Uh-huh. So, if I was to ask you, for instance, a question that you really shouldn't can't or won't answer okay right if i was to say hey frank rumors are flying around that uh you're gonna be in the next star wars movie can you confirm that (laughs) i know exactly what you're talking about i think it's fucking awesome (laughs) i think because the answer is yes yes yes, i can confirm that the follow-up fucking question is Will you right will now you, confirm you, that? Yes. Well, oh, but it's just like there are lots of rumors that you're going to be in the next Star Wars movie. Can you confirm that? Yes, I there are. Certainly a lot of, confirm yeah. that there are lots of rumors, and that's one of the reasons why I fucking love Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher is is is, I think first and foremost a writer and a comedian, and then second to that an actress because she's yeah she's done you know yeah she's one of like hollywood's like biggest script doctors yeah 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 and people don't know that she's she's hilarious so some some like non-national newspaper in florida said um that they asked her you know that that the, the, the people are talking can you confirm that you will be in episode seven and she said yes that was it just yes yes Yes, I can confirm it. But I looked at that because any announcement of the cast is going to happen all at once. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be Lucas or Iger. Is he the guy running Disney now, or or somebody? It'll be on StarWars.com. She could announce it, but it'll be 
It, that's it's a huge thing. It is a huge and thing. And all of them will be announced at once. They'll say we got Kenny Baker, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, all of them, except right. David Prowse, because apparently he's a total dick and his character's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um and they'll announce we got everybody. These they're all coming back. It's all confirmed. And it'll be a it'll it, be a big thing. It, you know what? I would I would Comic Con. A Comic Con or the next that? the next celebration or celebration Europe or something like that. Yeah. They'll announce it there. Carrie Fisher's not gonna announce it to like She's not gonna say you know what it is? It'll be one of those things like you like you said, it'll be all at once. And I I because I think that yeah. They'd be opening the, the opening themselves up to a whole shitstorm of headaches if they say, "Well, we got this one," right? And then a week later, we got this one because yeah. then people start speculating on the story, and then you hear exactly. it's just like, "Oh, we've got with this one," and then the internet's going to be on fire, going, "This is bullshit. This is going to suck." It's like, yeah, Shut it's the exactly fuck up. it's exactly what's happening with the fiftieth anniversary Doctor Who stuff oh, really? because. All of the uh, people want all of the surviving doctors to be on the episode because it's the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, Eccleston has said he's done with being doc- the the doctor. He he right. did it for the one season. That's it. He doesn't look back. No. Was he a pop? I'm not a huge doctor he, guy. Was he a pop? He was the guy that re- he was the doctor when they rebooted. Okay, and it, he was the the like the guy. Uh, and then it went to Tennant. Which okay. I, I, I love ten more yeah. than, than the other guys, but but is Tom Baker still alive? He is, and yeah. he's totally open to it. But they're playing coy with it. Like people are saying, "Oh yeah, I'd love to do it," and then like, well, of course they're being coy with it because it just again heats up the fucking. But if they mind. just came, if they came out and said it, which you know, the problem with with having all of these surviving doctors and companions and and all of these yeah. people that w- say they will be in it is then speculation runs wild. Yeah. Like you're saying. Like I saw a thing with Billy D. Williams is like, yeah, I'd love to come back as Lando. Yeah. Well, why the fuck aren't they talking to him? They are. You can't do Star Wars without Lando. Right. But people people need to just step back and relax. The 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 just it it, it took off. Yeah. Like I saw headlines, Fisher confirms involvement in episode seven, and I'm reading her quote, and I'm like, no, you know she what, didn't. I'm involved in episode seven. She, I'd yeah. like to I'd like to announce that I'm involved in episode seven. But okay? she didn't. Because I will be at the midnight show. Yeah. That's my involvement. I will pay she, for a ticket. But she didn't. And then the next day, her publicist said she was joking. And I'm like, see, all you fuckers, you got to just calm down. And you know that she went home, opened up a bottle of, well, maybe not wine, because that could, that's, that's, that's been a problem. It might have been, uh, hot, yeah. You know, maybe some Jamba Juice or something. Yeah. Um, it just laughed her ass off. She's oh, yeah. Like, this is funny. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. People, people need to. You know, she called Harrison. Did you see? Come on, man, laugh. This shit's funny. (laughs) Ah, fucking life, dude. You're such a sourpuss. Jesus, they're putting you in Anchorman too to be the straight man. It's gonna be funny. I really hope so. Andy in the in the fantasy like movie mogul league thing we're doing, he keeps trying to get movies from me. Yeah, you saw the last deal he tried to give me. It was was like. I was like, come on, dude, really? That was rough. Like, like, kiss me before you fuck me like that. Right. Seriously. Did um hey, did you see Modern Family, the most recent Modern Family? Yeah. I I really liked the episode. I think I did. Wait, what happened? It was the one where um 
Luke goes on a date. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And but and Phil's an idiot. And Phil's an idiot. Yeah, but um, <laughs> Captain Dave says he's involved in episode seven too. We all are. Yeah, exactly. But did you see <laughs> the very end when uh, Lily is on the couch with the friend? Oh yeah, that yeah. was absolutely fucking. I mean, I, I really yeah. enjoyed the episode. That was my favorite part of that whole episode. Yeah, because that was. I watched it twice. I, I that like, was hilarious. I like Elizabeth Banks. And I think she's really funny. I hate her on that show. Yeah, not 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 a not a like. I don't like her character. Like I hate if she was a real person. Because I would do everything I could well, to you avoid her. But that's that's her character. So I like her character. But I hate that kind of person. I just you know, you, what, I mean? you know what though. I don't like her on the show. Well, she's good in spurts. This is only the second time she's been on, right? Yeah, she's because you know what it is. She's very, she's very Hollywood. She's very movies. Yeah, okay. And like, you can put her on Thirty Rock for you know a little a little arc, and she's fine because that show's a little absurd anyway. Well, because you throw her with Alec Baldwin, and and it's just two movie people. But that's also, but but it's also like it's okay. Because yep. it's that shows, like I said, it's a little absurd. Right. Um, so it's okay if it's a little weird. Okay. Yeah, if yeah. it's if you're sitting there watching it, and you're going, "Oh, this is Elizabeth Banks on Thirty Rock." Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's fun because Thirty Rock does that. Thirty Rock is very kind of you know, wink wink to the audience. Yeah. Anyways. It's almost All like right? there is no fourth wall. Right. You're just you're there. just there. Yeah. Okay. But when you put her. On Modern Family, which is, it's, it's such a different show than 30 Rock. Yeah. It's different TV. I think that it's it feels like one of those sweeps, let's bring in a, a special guest star oh, kind okay. of thing. Uh, and I find it distracting. The character but, is fine. The storyline was fine. But they'll do that, though. Like, they brought in Ed Norton did a, an episode. Yeah, I know. I know, but th- you could barely recognize him, though. No. Oh. You know, it's still funny, yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things where it it sort of takes me out of it for a second. But mm. her little bit with Lily at the end there, yeah. that yeah. little girl, the only time that she has shown like like real comedy chops, like her timing was perfect with yeah. that shit. It was hilarious. I don't yeah. like, I don't like you. I don't survive. You know, I don't like. She said I, it was great. I just don't like what they what they're doing with the little girl. Like she's absorbing all of the anger and snark and backstabbing kind of crap that that all the adults do, and to a degree, I I see what they're doing. She's the mirror where parents can look at her and go, "Oh shit, behavior exactly. does affect children." Exactly. Uh, but it's never addressed. Like the the one time it was addressed, Cam and Mitch, like found another reason to not think it was their fault. Right. And just once, I want them to say, wow, we really need to fucking dial it back. Yeah. We're assholes. Because they are. Yeah. Oh, she, Lily is coming off as a snippy little gay man. She's the kind you know? of kid that, that's going to get smacked in the face when she gets older. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Character-wise, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but that uh, that was really, really... That little bit was hilarious. Yeah. Um, Iron Man 3 trailer. Yeah, it looks all right. 
Holy shit. That was, f- yeah. that looked fucking awesome. It was good. Oh, come on. Just enjoy it. It was no, it was good. It was honestly, I I had way more of a visceral reaction to Pacific Rim to that trailer than I did to Iron Man. Because, really? Yeah, because I've seen Iron Man. I know what that's about. But huh. but the end was kind of nice with the thirty suits flying in. That was that was that really made cool. it. Funny. I like yeah. that. Uh, See what I did there? Yeah. I kind of played it like, oh, yeah, they're my boys. I yeah. mean, that was that was kind of sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that looked that looked I, good. I, I don't. I really hope they don't go Dark Knight Rises, where it's like so dark and depressing and just oppressive through the whole thing, where it's like feels like it's a chore to watch. Yeah. I read some article where, um, you know, the, the the article was addressing the whole like, well, if Iron Man's in all this trouble, why doesn't he just sort of you know call to the Avengers for help? They addressed that in the movie, apparently. With yeah. like one line or two lines. Good, and I think it's, it's one. I mean, they said that you know what? Even if you look at the comic books, there's, yeah. there's you read the same article I did. I probably yeah. did. It's just like you know what? There's there are times <laughs> when they're just dealing with their own shit. Exactly. Spider Man's not always being like, I need to call Ant Man to help me out with. Nobody needs to call Ant Man. Well, when he's Giant Man, you definitely want to call mm-hmm. him. But yeah. I guess it's going to be like just one or two lines where he's, I guess Tony, what is it in the article? It says when he drops off the grid and he just totally like, so, so he, he withdraws from everybody. So, okay, good. That makes sense. It's like, uh, Natalie Portman couldn't be in the Avengers. So it's just one line. Oh, we sent her safely to Canada or something. And it's like, oh, fine. As long as I I feel like as long as stuff like that gets acknowledged, need her in the Avengers. No, but it showed that Thor cared about her and wanted to make sure that she was safe. So that that was more of a well, character that's more thing. Of a, yeah, a character thing for him. But, but it's like, also, you know, it's like, oh, well, you got, you know, what's-her-face from Iron Man and all these other supporting characters that have come in. Yeah, but Pepper is kind of really involved in what Iron Man does. Yeah. Okay, she's, I mean, yeah. really involved. Oh, absolutely. So, but, I mean, you've got... Um, Natalie Portman, I don't think that if there was no mention of her at all, anybody would have walked out of there going, you know, that what was a good. But that piece was of bullshit. Shit. That was yeah. bullshit. Where was she? I can't even but think that's, of her fucking character's name now. But that's just being being thorough with everybody's story. And that was the good thing about the Avengers is it didn't need to be, okay, here's the section with Thor. Here's the section with the Hulk right. because you could actually merge them and all I'm together. Glad. And I'm glad I'm hearing be... that like you're not going to see Hulk again until the next Avengers. The, I don't give a Good. shit about a Hulk movie. A, we don't need a Hulk movie. There've been two Hulk movies and they've been bad. Because Hulk it's... bad. Yeah. But like yeah, Hulk Hulk is is he's Hulk's like it's it's Frankenstein stuck Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's like we get it. I yeah. I understand the the symbolism, the whatever you yeah. the, the the metaphor that's going on there. You you can't hammer that home in an hour and a half. It gets boring. Yeah. Um, I finally saw Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. I've seen it like 12 times. Okay. Um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, now, you know me. Way I better am, than it should have been. I am a huge Pixar guy. Okay? Yeah. And I love what this Pixar. This is as close to Pixar as you can get. Without, this is one of those, this is one of those movies that. I have to say, story-wise, hmm. story-wise, I think that it's it's just edges out Brave. Oh, absolutely. Um, story-wise. Yep. Uh, 
this was it was really really interesting because brave seemed to me once it got once the mother turned into a bear yeah seemed to me like a disney movie yep not a pixar movie okay wreck it ralph okay with the way the story worked so well mm. all right when the whole turbo thing and i'm gonna spoil it i'm Give okay, it, yeah, spoil, let's spoil the I'm whole, spoil the whole movie. Ralph, because yeah. it's been around. So, okay, everybody, wait. hold on, hold on. Let's give everybody a chance to whatever they're going to do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so with Wreck-It Ralph, they mentioned Turbo, and it was great because they sort of, they mentioned uh-huh. him a bunch of times, and then you think that's... Because they show, like, this is the consequence of doing yeah, this. Yeah, this is what, and, and you and think that, okay. And they show the game right. getting wheeled and out of the arcade. And that's great, and because then yeah. you think that, Okay, so now they've sort of tied up the the, yes. the turbo thing. So we're yes. done with that. Now we've heard about it. We know what it means, and it's done. Yep. Okay. Because it's it a never, phrase that's used. Right. Yeah. And you're, you, it never occurred. It never occurs to you that you know. And then uh-huh. there's like this other thing, like what the fuck is the King Candy's beef with Sarah Silverman? Right. You know. And it's a um, racing game. Yeah. Can I tell you, Wreck-It Wreck never... Ralph is the first movie that's made me feel fucking stupid. That, it, it's one of I was like, mad at myself. You see, it's just like, oh, why didn't I see that? Yeah. If the girls you know, weren't in the room with me, it would have been, fuck, because, I you know, should have figured done, that out. It was done so well. Yeah. It was done so well. It's like, it's like anybody who says that they saw that coming. Yeah. Is as full of shit as the as someone who says that they got Inception the first time they saw it. I, it's like Inception wasn't difficult to figure out. Inception is fuck you. I figured so, out who Kaiser Soze was thirty minutes into the movie. That's I knew totally Bruce Willis different. was dead. I knew it was a girl. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like I watch movies to fucking figure them out. Like Inception at the end, right? He spins the top, right? Oh, is it a dream or is it real? I don't know. Is he wearing his fucking wedding ring? That's his totem, not the fucking top. See, I disagree. No, no. They make a point in Inception to say if you use someone else's totem, it's not going to give you an accurate reading. His was his ring. When he has it on, he's dreaming. When he doesn't, he's awake. Now I have to watch Inception again, motherfucker. I, it wasn't... I didn't personally because I was, re- I was like watching it, not enjoying it. I was watching it. Because I'm like, this movie's not going to fucking fool me. It is not that smart. Anyway, it was good. But um, Wreck-It, Ralph was, Wreck-It Ralph was one of those movies that I liked it so much. I'm like, man, I wish Pixar had done that movie. Can I just... Because can I, well, they practically would, did. Well, yeah. I, but, but you know what it is? It's one of those things It's just like... I think... Pixar would have... I, I, it was great. Don't get me wrong. Do you, I would have loved to see... If they had taken Wreck It Ralph yeah. and given it to Brad Bird, okay, or him, yeah, stand and said, yeah, all right, let's. let's but I think I think Pixar's been trying to infuse too much emotion into their movies lately, and I, I don't want that to sound bad. Um, but Wreck It Ralph had exactly the right amount at the right time. Yeah, like when when he smashes up her car, the music builds to this like minor key. And yeah. it, he and it's like, it's it's devastating the way it's pulled off. And because we've watched the Blu-ray now probably seven times, yeah. and it's like, holy shit, that's My, the darkest thing I've ever seen in a cartoon. But it's not. It's the music that really hits it, and that 
it, the great thing is he believes he's doing something right, even though he doesn't want to do it. He it's it's yeah. it's a really good like character development aspect of it. It's not the I'm going to go out on a limb here. Um, it's not the the the. It's less emotional to me than the end of Toy Story three. My wife yeah. and I have this conversation all the time. She's like, "Yeah, I teared up at the end of Toy Story 3. Like, and I said, "You thought they were gonna kill all the fucking toys at the end of Toy Story 3? She's like, "It crossed my mind." I'm like, "Who are you? There's no way they're gonna fucking kill Woody." I wasn't afraid of them dying in the fire. What got hmm. me was when the toys got to the little girl. That's that's what got me. Oh uh, yeah, really I'm not gonna talk about that part. All right, so exactly. All right, so but yeah, you know no, what? that's. I, that's yeah. My and in crit- and in and in up and then I'll, I'll I'll yeah. It's not when she dies. It's when they learn they can't have kids because it was a rough time for us yeah. when we yeah. So my um my one criticism with Wreck It Ralph is that um the characters too closely resembled their voices. They did that on the, the, purpose. The voice yeah. actors, you know, yeah. and it. I mean, obviously, with you I know, think that was Jane for the adults, Lynch. wasn't it? Like, like I, I don't know. I don't think that it was. It was necessary. No, because it was. I mean, like I, I'm sitting there going, oh, I can't wait for them to do the live action stage version. Well, there's a live action trailer that somebody shot of. Really? Of Wreck It Ralph, and it actually looks pretty good. With John C. Ralph. No, no, with, no, with other people. But that's people. the thing. It's just like you can picture, yeah. you know, it's just like they cast the actors and they're just like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll make her look like Sarah. We'll make well, her I was, make I was, like, look like Jane, you know? I'm pointing at the computer, which has nothing to do with what Not I'm about all. to say. Uh, watching the uh, the special features, which, by the way, no commentary on this. The really? one movie, I, the one kids movie, I want a fucking commentary yeah. for. We ended up nothing. getting the Blu-ray because it had the other one. I don't right, know right. why my wife does that. We don't have a Blu-ray player. You will. I will not. You will. The next well, generation of consoles, and you'll end up with one of them. Yeah, will have a Blu-ray player that's in it. True. Um, the the early designs for Calhoun, it was a dude, and then like she looked different, and then maybe it was to get some of the the facial nuances so like like it was like like when when um felix says oh it's the honey glow in my cheeks or whatever and she goes all right and she just scoots over a little in her chair and stuff. yeah there's there's some some stuff that i can equate with well that is a face that sarah silverman makes yeah you know and even my wife who doesn't like her all that much um she, there's this couple parts where she's like come on and she's like that she likes stuff like that but oh. the one thing that killed her like like the, the the my wife loved was um the guards at King Candy's castle doing the Oreo. Oh yeah. Because everybody when you first hear it in the Wizard of Oz, you're like, why are they talking about cookies? Yeah. I don't know. We um what was I gonna say? Oh, and um I liked the way they made like everybody in the Wreck It Ralph game. Those characters yeah. move and like the way they oh, moved, yeah. the little eight. They had like, like no jerky. animation on them. Yeah. 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 They were very jerky and yep. stuff like that. The way they moved. That was a nice little touch. Yeah. So. They were, they were a bunch of nods to uh, games. Not as much as I thought there was going to be, but there was a lot um, when you really go through and look. Yeah. Um, and they're saying for the sequel, they're going to maybe address um, 
because there's obviously more than one Ralph console, so there's more than one Ralph, but then you're getting a little too Toy Story 2, but they said they might expand into online gaming, mobile gaming, and kind of do that. So, you know, I would love to see uh, Ralph throwing an Angry Bird or that something like that, you know, Fruit Ninja, stuff like that. It could be really interesting because now... He doesn't have to go through the cords. It can be like a teleport between the... It'll be... Yeah, that could be interesting. I'm really surprised they didn't, like, reference the Tron game, though. Yeah, because that would have been, like, totally that era. Yeah. Or Defender. Oh, maybe, God, maybe, Maybe game. because Tron is just so, like, like, like oppressive, militant, kind of dark. Yeah. It just didn't mix with the two. I don't know. Because they referenced Metal Gear Solid, which is all about nuclear uh, yeah. armament and terrorists and stuff. But yeah. it's just the um, the exclamation point and the sound. Yeah. Which I thought was... <laughs> I laughed out loud. I was like, what is that? I'm like, you know, she's like, I remember that noise because you played that fucking game all the time. <laughs> like, yep, that's funny. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was good. I liked it. I, I was, really was didn't really think surprised. it was going to be. I just have to stop and just be like, all right, whatever. I just watch anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. And oh my god, the movie that Frankie's been watching now. Yeah. Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> I have no fucking idea why. I don't get it. And I can't I I, I come in and just like I, I came home the other day and he and Julie were watching it and he's like, Daddy, watch and I look at what they watch, I'm like, No. I, I don't get it. I can't I don't, watch I that don't movie. know I don't know that many little kids that actually will focus on live action stuff. It took the girls a long time to get past, you know, yeah, oh, he, it's not animated. Like oh, Sesame Street, that's good and stuff. He likes that. He likes Ella Enchanted. Oh, you know what? We watched Monster Squad. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Gremlins 2. We watched that. So we're moving them into the Gremlins, the original. Yeah. That, that's kind of too scary for a four-year-old. I can't, but I Gremlins can't watch 2 is kind of No. I can't fucking do it. No. No, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but he's just like, Dad, sit. I'm like, no, I. Uh, I will up until a certain point. <laughs> no, I. I when he like, I why I did end up sitting. You know, a couple of days later when he was watching it. Yep. I watched up until the point where he meets her. That's a okay. great picture. Can you? Send it's me photoshopped, actually. Is it? Yeah, and the girl who's uh, who posed for the picture is pissed in the comment section. Oh, does she come out and say, hey, that's She me? says, that's my body. Uh, take it down. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If she has it professionally done. Oh, I'm, fuck you know? yeah. I totally agree. But that's, All right. uh, so, can you send me a link to that? So I, um, it's, it's actually on the show's uh, Facebook page. Oh, okay. So I posted uh, a link to this article that says, this is the stupidest thing you'll read today. Are you ready for this? <laughs> because this is a person that just doesn't fucking get it. And by the way, today is International Women's Day, um, which I think is fucking terrible because we shouldn't have to set aside a specific day just to be nice to women. I agree. So anyway, we'll talk about women all day then. So this is titled Real Women, Real R-E-E-L, Why Jennifer Lawrence is the Best Choice for Young Han Solo. That's stupid. That's that's beyond stupid. That and the first the first line is I believe this is true because I am mentally disabled. No, should I read the whole thing? 
because this person is woefully out of touch. Ready? Yeah. With Lucasfilm and Disney making... Oh, this is written by um, Britt Hayes. With Lucasfilm and Disney making a standalone Star Wars film focusing on the adventures of young Han Solo, not confirmed, we started thinking about the young actors, she doesn't say who we are, uh, that could possibly fill those shoes, and only one name made sense, Jennifer Lawrence, because I fell down and I have a massive concussion. Too bad she's a woman. First off, I'm not ridiculous. No, you're idiotic. I know Han Solo is, was, will always be a man. You can't write a story about young Han Solo and make him into a woman unless one of his early adventures included a trip to a sterile hospital facility planet. This is going to kill me. For gender reassignment surgery and Disney probably never wants to go there. You think? But here's the thing. When I think about all the male actors under 30 who are aged appropriately to play a young Han Solo, none of them seems right for the part. Now, here's the thing. Listen to these people. Josh Hutcherson, Nicholas Holt, Chris Hemsworth, or Liam even, Aaron Johnson, Zac Efron, Anton Yelchin, Logan Lerman, Shia LaBeouf, Alex Pettifer, et al. Um... In the comments, and the first name that popped in my head was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's a little over 30, but he could play 27. He could do a, a pre-A New Hope. He could do Imperial Academy Han Solo. Yeah, de- oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think his coloring is too dark, though. Oh, they could pale him up. Um, let's see. Young Han Solo. It's going to be an unknown. Yeah. Absolutely has to be an unknown. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be, oh, there's what's-his-face from Looper. Or, you know, isn't that Thor? (laughs) Helmsworth is too big. I know. I know. Uh, Let's see. Most of them are too feminine to play the part. I was just about to say that Zac Efron (laughs) is too pretty. Let me look at the list. Shia LaBeouf is Indiana Jones, which would be kind of fucking funny, actually, in a way, to do it that way. But his hair is too weird. So <laughs> no, seriously, he's got that little. What I can I can I just say has. when I watched uh, when I watch because I, I will watch it every now and then. Uh, Crystal Skull, he's a greaser, and he has the driest fucking hair I've ever seen. Yeah, it's called pomade, and it costs two bucks a tin. <laughs> it's not that tough. You commit to the role. You want a pompadour? Fucking put the shit in your hair. It's not his choice, though. That was Steven's choice. No, I'm not saying him. I'm saying that's a bad fucking decision. At least yeah. put something in it so it looks greasy. Otherwise, he's just but he's, he's just I mean, that would, I mean, if he looked right, that would be really fucking awesome. Yeah, that would be kind of Shia funny. Shia LaBeouf. And the thing is, though, I mean, I would actually go for Shia LaBeouf. I mean, he would be, might look a little too young. Yeah. You know, but you know who would actually be good? No. You're going to think I'm crazy. I'll, I'll keep an open mind for a second. DiCaprio. Hmm. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I can't argue any of these points. I don't, why don't we just go with Jamie Foxx while we're at it? If we're casting women as Han Solo, that, but the, I mean that, that, that's stupid. It t- let's let's go through right, go and ahead. see let's what and see her reasoning. Her reasoning. That's just dumb. Um, 
Most of them are too feminine to play the part. I don't understand that. And that's not an accusation or a complaint, but it's how things have been shifting in recent years. We've been attracted to more sensitive leading men in recent recent years. Tastes evolve over time. Some of the names on that list are the opposite of feminine, like Chris and Liam Hemsworth. But those Hemsworth fellas are a bit too gruff and one-dimensional. It's acting. It's not yeah, I just, real I, life. I just, I just think that they're too bodybuilder type. Well, yeah. You know? Han Solo has swagger. Oh, so then it's got to be fucking Aziz Ansari, then, if we want to exactly. go with swagger. He's witty, sarcastic, quick-thinking, and adventurous. He has a wry smile. You know who could do it? Ben from uh, What's-His-Face huh. from Parks and Recreation. You know, I would actually consider that because he could play him at like 23, 24. Yeah, just before episode four. Yeah. Um, he has a wry smile and he's awfully full of himself for a good reason. He's mischievous and daring and masculine without being muscle-headed. Every lady wanted to be with him and every guy wanted to be him. I never wanted to be Han. Oh, I did. Honestly? Um I wanted to be Vader before Empire came out, and then once Empire came out, it was Fett, and then after Empire, Luke was a fucking Jedi, and I wanted to be Luke. Nah, I was always Han Solo. Yeah. I I, I can see the appeal. He's the shit, yo. He didn't have a jetpack, and in Empire, Fett hadn't died like a bitch. So. Yeah, Fett kind of went out like a bitch. Well, so did his dad. You know, you lose focus on the important things, you know. The Wookiee and the dude that's trying to kill you by, you know, staring at the lightsaber on the next yeah, skiff, you're, you're going to make got... some mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's only one actor under 30 who I think could play Han Solo with the same je ne sais quoi, and <laughs> fuck you yeah. for even writing that, of Harrison Ford, and that's Jennifer Lawrence. By the way, for anybody that's just started listening to the show, this is a dumbass article called why Jennifer Lawrence is the best choice for young Han Solo. And it's because the author is brain damaged. Uh, not only is she athletic enough to run from bad guys. Which is the dumbest fucking statement ever. Yeah. But she can convincingly wield weapons in a way that feels like someone might actually get hurt. This is written by a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I have a 12-year-old girl in my house. And you know <laughs> Your 12-year-old girl is I, different I than other 12-year-old you know girls. My 12-year-old girl would look at this and go, I'm going to get in trouble. But, Dad, this is bullshit. Yeah, Captain Dave says, let's hear it for article quotas. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck. Um, let's see. Her roles are often women who are confident, bordering on cocky, determined, quick-witted, and smart, and she can lob one-liners like no one's business. So let's just fucking cast Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> she has the, She's more of a man. <laughs> yeah. She has that mischievous twinkle in her eye, just like Harrison Ford's Han Solo. I'm starting to think somebody has a girl crush on Jennifer Lawrence. I think so. <sighs> Her resilience in Winter's Bone, her action heroine antics in The Hunger Games, which I'm sorry. That was, a, that was, then make her a young Leia. You know, no, fuck that. Make her Han's daughter. There you go. I would be yeah, I don't totally in Why the fuck are we even talking about a young Han Solo? Well, because it's a spinoff. It's, that's, what, that's what she's talking about. <sighs> 
No, no, uh, to the to the people in the chat, this is not an Onion article that I've made a mistake on again. Oh, I know, right? And it's a girl that wrote it, so that's why. Let's let me let me finish, and then we can move on to something equally dumb. Um, where was I? Winter's Bone, Hunger Games. I didn't I didn't think Hunger Games was that great of a movie, by the way. And I thought the book was boring, and I did read the book, all three of them. Anyway, you know what Hunger Games actually suffered from what uh lack of scope it it was for 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 a capital that was supposed to be like the epitome of excess and gluttony and greed it was it, it suffered from a small budget and it, it just i think the next one is going to be bigger in scope if and they plus, do that and great. Plus it's all it's all her point of view it's what she sees yeah that's why i don't like you know? first person stuff so it's all that, so but she's yeah. Uh, I don't know. Keep going. This is this is unfortunate. You know what? This is this is like a like a like a like a fifth grader's fucking essay. <laughs> uh, and I her, think that she'd be really good. You can't you just yeah. picture like Patton Oswalt making fun of this? You she'd know, be really good because she could do weapons if, and she'd be fun and she's strong. I want a Green Lantern ring. Yeah. Why can't I? Have... You know who would? Skycake. I know. I know you don't watch the show, but if you want to go with a uh, bridging episode three and four Han Solo story, you can take the kid that plays Carl in The Walking Dead because fucker knows how to handle a gun. Oh, you know what? That is like the least of my fucking no, worries with no. this. No, he's with that he's role. got the same complex uh, uh, complexion. He's got he's got solid acting chops, and a lot of kids like Jake Lloyd, kind of annoying. Yeah. Carl for season two, Carl stay in the house. Where's Carl? He's not in the house. So big, you know. but this season he's like he's he's got this like look in his eyes, like nobody is fucking with me anymore, and and I'm kind of impressed. Um, anyway. Um, and oh, back to the article written by this girl, uh, woman, sorry. And her witty banter with Bradley Cooper and Silver Linings playbook, playbook combined. Yeah, that's not her banter. Somebody put those fucking words <laughs> in her mouth. Do you know how movies work? It should say in her witty and her delivery of witty banter. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Uh, combined could make for an excellent intergalactic hero in the vein of young Han Solo. In the vein, you're talking about young Han. Oh, God. It's just too bad that Han is a man and history can't be rewritten. I've had a bad enough day and I'm you trying know what? to stay calm. You know what? Huh? How about huh? she plays his twin sister? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have had enough at that point. I'd be done. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> how to make Chris say fuck Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I made it through the prequels, but you're going to do that? Yeah. Mm. Fuck you. I'm um, Lawrence's demeanor combines both feminine and masculine traits. Well, so does Scarlett Johansson. Doesn't mean she needs to be cast in everything. What about Jeremy Renner as a young solo? I, I think he's like right at the age that he was when he did A New Hope. Yeah, I think that's right. the problem they're, they're coming across with, right? It's, there's not enough people in that 20 yeah. age range. But I don't think they're thinking clearly enough about it. Bradley Cooper. He's too old. 
But then again, we don't know what they're going to do. I mean, if they want to go, if they want to take Joseph Gordon-Levitt and make him a young Han Solo, and they want to set it between a new hope and empire, totally could do it. You just have to go, oh, well, it's another actor, and then you just, okay, that's in my head. What? In there be, you go. No, wait, in between three, in between four and five? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, well, I'm saying if that's what they do, you no, just they, accept you, it. You no. Know. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you'd have to. If it came out, you would go see it, and you would have to accept it. Because No, because all the shit that we know, quote-unquote, know happened or as of, have imagined happened, you know, in the last 25 years, shit that we know have happened, okay? Han Solo was doing that stuff. That stuff was happening to Harrison Ford, okay? So if you The actor have, doesn't matter. It's the I, character. No, but the thing is, though, <laughs> you just if... just tell me to shut yes, up? Yes, did. <laughs> Um, You're saying something I don't like. You're saying something that kind of sort of makes sense. Shut no, the no, fuck no, up. No, no, no. But I'm just, yeah, what I'm saying is that if you're gonna if you're gonna create new situations, okay, that we haven't already pondered. All right. Now, now, now we know what happens to Solo in Episode Four. Right. Okay. We know that they have a big fucking party. Okay. In between yep. there, they ran into some dude on Ord Mandel. Right. And then they end up on the ice planet. And Which all that I sort definitely of shit. don't okay. want to see that story done. I don't want to know because done. we know exactly because we know all that shit that happened, right. right? And all the stuff that happened in between there. Right. When you picture anything that you picture in your head going yeah. on in there, no matter how, whatever you. Whatever you picture in your head mm. now, whatever you played with Star Wars figures when you're a kid, okay, whatever went in your fucking head, it was that Han Solo, okay, yeah. all right. So for them to now throw in Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it's just like that kind of fucks with my head, okay. But if they want to give you Joseph Gordon-Levitt up until you know, actually, like, uh, up you, until you'll up take until, whatever they give you and until, you'll like it. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but up, but if you want to give me, you know, okay, shit that happened to solo in between three and four, and you want to give me Joseph Gordon Levin and it's like a fucking, you know, three years yeah. before new hope, I, yeah. I'll take a new actor there. Right. You know, because then, you know, wow, he looks radically different between three and four. Yeah, well, he crashed his Corvette in between. That's why right, right. he looked different. Yeah. That's okay. You know, but I think that all that other stuff you have in your head, like episode seven, yeah, whatever you see of Solo, you need Harrison Ford because. Right. I don't think a Han Solo spinoff is actually a good idea. If you're gonna when it comes if you're gonna to do it. it, I really don't think it should be anything in between. I don't think the beginning. Of I don't four. think you should do spinoff movies of people with faces. And I know that sounds stupid, but let me explain. You can do Yoda because Fuck there are, yeah, there's a Yoda. dozen people out there that can do the voice of Frank Oz. Can't do it. You can do Vader between three and four. Oh, I want to see Vader being a badass. You can do Fett and the other five bounty hunters that were on the Executor, and you could do a bounty hunter guild series. Yeah. You could do that. You could do clone troopers transitioning from the Clone Wars to the Empire. Yeah. You pick an actor. You take Luke, Leia, Han, Lando. Fuck, you could do Chewbacca before you should do Han. Yeah, you could. It's not Admiral Akbar. Hell, you could do Chewbacca up until, you know, someone rips his fucking cage door open and says, yeah. hey, my name's Han Solo. I'm here to rescue you. Yep. Yep. There's just... And then, it's and just, then you just hit Chewbacca. 
<laughs> and across the bottom it says, aren't you a little short for her? Yeah. You know, um, Sam Jackson was saying, um, you know, why the fuck couldn't I survive that fall out the window? He totally could have. Okay, why not? Fuck, you don't look any different from any decade to any decade. Let's do a Mace Windu spinoff about you running from the Empire. Fuck yeah. I would watch that in a minute. Because <laughs> then it would be Mace Windu, clones, and Vader. Because you, that would be fucking Knock yourself awesome. out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It would be great. You have a series where Vader's going, is, is chasing after Mace Windu? Yeah. Holy fucking crap. That would be awesome. Yeah. And you know who he hires to track him down? Fucking 18-year-old Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> because you, uh, you got... Vader in episode four, okay, and beyond, has got this rep of being a badass. People shit their pants yeah. when he comes in the room. Up okay? until the end of Empire, Vader was angry. Yeah. And he was and, mad that his is, wife though, is dead. He was mad at the fact that he was in the suit. But the, at He's, the end of three, though, there's almost this like, wait a minute, am I supposed to be feeling bad for this motherfucker? Hmm. You know? I don't he's, think, you feel because he's manipulated by the old man, yeah, and you yeah. know his wife. Well, is I dead, think that's what and his that's best what friend is gone, and that's why you can understand the um, teenager who got manipulated. Yeah, you know, but it's just like like. But he's that's too why you need that. That's why you need that three point five exactly. Where he to, goes through and he fucking you know yep. cuts down a whole bunch of sunflowers. You you turn right? that's, you, you turn him into a fucking monster. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see him fuck people up in a nursing home. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hayden Christensen, it was 2005. You get you show his face once, yeah. and you can have a stunt guy in the suit yeah, the rest that's of the time. All. Do a badass, like, fucking rated R. Nah, that won't happen. We'll you say let, PG-13. You, no, rated R. Um, you know what? Like you let martial Quentin, arts style. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh, that's not gonna happen. That's like saying, "Why don't we do a horror movie and we let blah 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 rated?" <laughs> I just lost interest in my sentence. <laughs> that's pretty. I just lost sentence in what I lost <laughs> lost patience with what I was saying. Anyway, so um, I can't I can't pronounce his name in the chat, but Hamish says, uh, "Chris, over the next decade." There's going to be a veritable shit torrent of negative press against Star Wars films. Don't send yourself to an early grave. I sympathize, of course. I witnessed Prometheus. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You know what? What's going to come out? You, you want to make a movie about fucking Jar Jar Binks? I will take my children to it because they will enjoy it. I don't as care. As long that. as he dies at the end. But this article. Is just dumb. No, this article is sucking off Jennifer Lawrence. That's it's just, all it but does. But it's just dumb. That would be like, oh, if they're gonna make an a uh, another A team movie, uh, then uh, J Lo should be B A Baracus because equality. Well, I think it's <laughs> who's the comedian um, John John Mulaney. Who says that you couldn't have like an Ocean's Eleven movie with women? Yeah. Because like two of them would always just peel off and talk about the others yeah. and talk shit. Or yeah. just say to, it's just like, oh, I love how you can wear anything. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think a Han movie is a bad idea. Definitely a bad idea. I have a bad feeling. No, I'm not going to. Well, go. no, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just think that you need to find the right. If you find the right actor and set it before episode four, 
But that's I don't think that's needed. Who needs any of it? I well, mean, I know, I know, I know. But it's if you're going to do it, that's when you do it. Don't do yeah. either. But see, they did, they be did something on four. they did something on the Clone Wars that was kind of sort of like a Han Solo character, where this kid was on this on this world and he reprogrammed all these droids and he was just living the high life with all these battle droids protecting him, and he he acted like Han so much so that I thought he was Han. And this was real early on, like second. See, but season. that doesn't sound like. No, he wasn't. He definitely had a different name. Well, no, but... then that's that's fine. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things. Like I don't picture Han as like, like a tinkerer. No, but it was it thing. was well he you know, is actually I, I know but but you but... know what it is he's more like like. Like he's not gonna make a video game. You know, mm. dial your phone. He's not that kind of tinker. No, no. He's the guy who's going to fix your car. Yeah. But he's just like the kind of guy who's going to bullshit his way into a party. Well, he actually, you know, that's, that's the stuff he would Indiana do. Indiana Jones in yeah. space. Well, yeah. You know, and Indiana Jones is Han Solo in the 30s and 40s. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, Hamish is James from Australia. That's why he's fucking around with me with Prometheus. I see what's going on there. Okay. But, uh, but this article, like, Sucking off Jennifer Lawrence's yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done I mean, reading it, and it's too bad because I I like Jennifer Lawrence. This is just a stupid article. There's been you know, I um for a long time I didn't pay any attention to Scarlett Johansson because I just thought oh there's just another pretty face. That yeah, they're throwing no, she's in a movies. badass. I watched um okay, I had to screen because right. that makes more sense. I had to screen uh the Nanny Diaries. Yeah. And I think you screened it with me. No, I didn't see that. Movie. Somebody watched it with me and that's Unless I fell asleep. It was right her away. and Chris Evans, which was really weird now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's when I like saw her cuz I I didn't watch Lost in Translation or anything. And that's when I'm like, "Oh, I, she's actually Yeah, she's a good. good actress." Yeah. And from that point on, like 10 years ago, yeah. maybe 8. It's like I so when I saw that she was going to be Black Widow, I'm like, oh well, she can actually act. So she and she's not just like a pretty face. I was very, uh, I was very impressed. And there will be something that Jennifer Lawrence will do where I will go. You oh, okay. Seriously, see Silver Linings. Play Everybody says I need to watch Winter's Bone, and I've only seen her in X Men and the uh, the other piece of crap that I don't like. You know, um, Twilight for action fans. You know what though? But it's not that. It is. It really is. It is. The book's boring. All three of them are boring. I like the movie better than I liked the book. I started the second book, but I wasn't interested. I think, again, I'll watch the, uh, movies. the movie suffered from the studio not giving it enough money. Oh, wait. You know what? Let's look at, you know, who could be, you know, who could be a young Han Solo? No. Jaden Smith. No. Eddie Murphy. I don't know. All that makeup? He could be anybody. That's true. Oh, did you see Eddie Murphy and Judge Reinhold are um, are doing Beverly Hills Cop TV show? Really? Yeah. No, it won't work. I'll, I'll watch right. it. I'll watch it. Because his name's Judge. Because, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, can't fucking work because half the fun of Axel Foley... Is is the language? Unless they're going to put it on like HBO. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I get don't know. the but fuck anyway, out of here. Who who would who would be a good young Han for a movie that I don't want to see made? The dude 
who played the fucking dude in Harry Potter, who played um, Neville. Really? In Harry Potter. Or the fucking kid who's in Warm Bodies now. Yeah. I would like They're to actually see. I would like to see a scrawny, like, like undernourished, like Han. Han's not a buff. He's who, not like a buff. No, guy. but like he should be kind of like entering the Imperial Academy. He should be kind of like this is the only choice I have. Kind of like homeless. Kinda, but he's kind of like a. Who I know, I know, I know. You get Andy Circus and they motion capture him. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then just, you, you can CG make him look whatever the fuck you want. Exactly, exactly. Ian, Ian McDermott could do it. I don't know who cares. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking around at the at the stuff in here, and like you could even like you could throw Dengar in a movie at any point <laughs> because who the fuck knows what that dude's face looks like? Right. I don't know. Hey. Yes, Jaden Smith could be a young Lando. Hey, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to. We Who could be a young Lando? <laughs> Jaden Smith. Oh, fuck that kid. <laughs> All right, we need to. We need to do a a um a break. What's that thing called? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, the other, I came into the computer today, and my uh, my one and a half terabyte hard drive wasn't showing up on the desktop. That's. Like that's not good. So I restarted, and then everything was fine. That's where all my music is. So that would have been uh, fucking terrible. So it's 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 loading. So um, right. you want to pick a band like we always have you do? Um, the third one down in the letter G. G. Oh, why is nothing working today? I got to admit, though, I do like that picture of Jennifer Lawrence as I know it's photoshopped and some other mm. chick, but I need to make it my lock screen because it kind of works. G, the third one down in G. Yeah. One, two, three. What is that? The fuck is this? Ooh. Oh, all right. Pick a pick a number for the track. Seventeen. Really, you think there's 17? There's 14. All right. Excuse me. Do eight. Eight. Eight is Stockyard from the Cotton Comes to Harlem soundtrack. We'll be right back.
right. So that was um, whatever the hell it was I said before we went to break. <laughs> Let me bring the camera back, and you guys will see that it's um, what? The fuck up, stupid Ustream. There's Frank. All right, so hey, we we can get back to stuff. Everybody. All right, so um, this I I don't know. I was in a kind of mood. I was looking up shit that's gonna like piss me off today. Um, I oh, found yeah. Keep going on this. I'm kind of liking this. Star Wars. Twenty-two Star Wars products that prove George Lucas is a complete sellout. Written by Michael Thompson, otherwise known as an angry crybaby, I think. Actually, um, <sighs> okay, minty chlorians. That's fucking hilarious. That is. I bet. I bet. Think Geek sold that. I like that. One. Um, it says here, for better or worse, Star Wars A New Hope hit theaters in 1977, bringing millions into the box office and changing the face of movie showbiz forever. Yeah, because of the fucking merchandising, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, fuck you, Mikey. <laughs> what the? Dingleberry? What is his name? From the, I'll find out in a second. Hold on. From that point forward, it was no longer good enough just to have a good story. If you wanted to make a movie, you needed a killer idea, and it had to be marketable. Isn't that the story? Yeah. Yeah, this guy's a dumbass. In a way, showbiz has been trying to mimic the success of Star Wars since it came out and hasn't managed to do as well yet. Really? Who's writing this really? bullshit? Fucking really? I could name like... Clickbait. Like a half a dozen, like off the top of my head, franchises. Um, the Land Before Time comes to mind. Yes, yeah, sir. They've made like 55 movies. Yeah. If you string the timeline of those movies together, it's longer <laughs> than the history of the planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's descendant. The idea of how we can take a high concept idea and turn it into a series reigns supreme thanks to it and the man behind it all, George Lucas. Actually, Star yeah, Wars. Ha- those Star Harry Wars, Potter fuckers haven't figured that shit out yet, right? Star Wars isn't really high concept, though, is it? It's the same story being told over and over. They just change what the characters are wearing no, but I and think, like, writing in, in, in. Like it's it's considered like high concept. Hmm. Uh, let's see. A New Hope was obviously a very decisive moment in Lucas's life. It was also the most stressful for one thing. This is like somebody's term paper. The studios almost fired him off his own project. They understood nothing of what it would take to make a film like A New Hope great and demanded its production be rushed through like any other sci-fi B-movie. I don't know how much of that is actually true because the guy at Fox that picked it up like totally believed in it. Yeah, but he had to fight for it. Well, and and like Lucas, real they didn't see the 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 value in the merchandise. They just oh yeah, that's why they handed right. it over to him. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You can have the toys. Whatever. Um, he was completely out of time and money. Blah blah. blah. Planet Lucas. of the Apes had like a they had Mego dolls, and yeah, stuff. and lunchboxes. That was actually the first one. Yeah, Star Wars had, was just the best done. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Did Lucas sell his soul out somewhere along the way? Good question and answer. One must take a deeper look at what became of the merchandise. Sell your soul. That's a fucking. He traded box office profits for to tell the rest of the story. Okay. Now there's a couple things in here that I take umbrage with, and I don't use the word umbrage. Why is a Hallmark card considered selling out? Well, let me explain. It's a fucking. Oh, this is number twenty-two. 
Star Wars was always meant for kids, but Star Wars themed Hallmark cards put the line of integrity so far down in the sandbox of borders on the edge of all that is known. Bullshit. Somebody doesn't have a very high uh, opinion of greeting cards. <laughs> the only reason anyone would buy them is because they have Star Wars characters on them. Well, fuck yeah. That's why I had sheets and yeah. underwear. As, and- as opposed to the, uh, the, the cards that are blank. With no pictures. What? Because yeah, you buy the card for what's on it. If you dink Star what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You uh, slap anything Star Warsy on there and put it out on the stand. People will only buy it because Yoda talks to them when it's opened. Now, here's the thing. That's if cool. if I'm going to talk about how um, Lucas sold out with Star Wars, um, I'm going to go with stuff pre-prequel. Right? Because that's when it would have happened. The sellout stuff, like sellout stuff would be like the fucking Christmas special. Well, that's number one, yeah. actually. But As that's not even, that's not even. Like, this isn't selling out. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Selling out would be like, you know, Star Wars tomato sauce. If you want okay. an example, if you want an example of I have selling every out. every single one of those, by the way. Look at, <laughs> look at the Kiss merchandise out there. Oh, shit, yes. So... But but like Pez dispensers, this shits for kids. I mean, yeah, it's it, it, you know yeah. Star Wars bread. Okay, maybe that's you know Star Wars frozen vegetables. Well, let's see what that else one. is on here. So um, right, so so here, far, here's number twenty: the entire expanded universe. Fuck you! That's what's. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! All right, so we're down. We've done twenty two, <laughs> twenty one, and twenty. Yeah. So and we call. Both of us call bullshit on all three of these so far, right? Yes. Okay, so we're calling bullshit so what, far. What would actually constitute selling out? Like I said, something, a product, putting your name on a product that really has no connection to either your your <laughs> audience or or like what the movie was. Okay, okay. okay. The, the, the greeting cards, I mean, you've got... You've got something with the picture on it that appeals to kids. Fine. I think that's that's valid. The Pez dispensers? Mm. Fuck yeah. It's a yeah. you know what? It's like it's a fucking action figure that has candy in its throat. Okay? You know, selling out is a, you know, Ron Goldman Pez dispenser. That's <laughs> fucked up. Okay? <laughs> Guess his throat opens up. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it only dispenses red Pez. Right. <laughs> yeah. In a liquid. But, um, oh, wow, we're going to hell for that one. <laughs> but anyway. No, like, we're not. <laughs> but And, and the, enti- the entire Star Wars expanded universe? Yeah, Are let you me. Are fucking um... kidding me? If someone came to me and said, hey, Frank, you know what? I want to do a whole shitload of work mm-hmm. basing um, some stories on fringe characters within a universe you already created yeah, you, or you even to, the main characters yeah, you don't you, you don't have to do anything just I'll, just to prove these storylines prove it look yeah. at it okay before it goes out you can look at it all right yeah. and you're gonna get x amount of dollars and then you would you don't say even and have then to, it'll be direct deposit you don't even have to go to the fucking bank and then and then and then you you say yeah but it's not going to count as official stories okay oh oh, oh, oh okay fine. fine okay and um and George Lucas goes, people think I'm selling out? Hmm. How many millions of dollars? Yeah, they yeah I'm going to keep doing himself. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. So here's the example for this one. Um, 
How is the beloved by almost all Star Wars fans expanded universe to sign the Lucas sold out? For the same reason that he, that he allowed these thousands of other contributors, it's probably a few dozen, yeah. actually, uh, to add to his creation in video games. Oh, okay. Well, then it is probably a couple thousand if it's video games. Comics and books. He made a lot of money off of it. Actually, the company made a lot of money by licensing the products. Yeah, and the names and but stuff like that. Instead of considering him a sellout, let's look at him as a businessman. As a, I hate this term, but he is a job creator because people are making oh, video yeah. games, comic books, fucking Ginsu knives to kill Ron Goldman, all that stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, we're really beating the shit out of Ron <laughs> Goldman tonight. You know what? Well, what's he going to do? Well, it's topical because OJ <laughs> got the shit kicked out of him. In I know. I was waiting for you to bring that up. Um, every piece of story and character that got added to the expanded universe had to have some approval from the top where Lucas would continue to collect a tribute on it forever or until he sold the rights. Okay, I don't consider that yeah, that's called licensing. It expands the universe. It, it adds to the property. It's not, that's not selling out. Fuck you. Here's, strike here's three, what he says. A perfect nozzle. example of this is the novel Death Troopers. Why would Lucas allow a horror novel about zombie stormtroopers to exist as a part of his for the children story based sci-fi universe because zombies are trendy and Lucasfilm knew it would sell copies. Isn't that why you write a book? Because you know it will fucking sell? Because somebody might like it? Oh my fucking God. Next up. This is the one that killed me. Oh, fuck this guy. Okay. 19 is the Clone Wars TV show. No, Strike 4. Fuck this guy. He's fucking (laughs) wrong. And I... Begin the chorus of boo and hiss from angry fans. The Clone Wars TV show created by Lucas himself. Which is bullshit because the show's wildly popular. Ready? Ready? Uh, premiered on Cartoon Network back in 2008. It was a hit, revitalizing the negative criticism received from episode two by building a very positive fan base. That was until Lucas also made the movie, which tanked. Do you want to take this one or should I? The movie first. Didn't the, movie the movie was s- definitely first. The movie, the movie set up. The, the movie, movie was like the out, fucking pilot. For the, the movie came out in March. No, I oh, no. The movie, it was August. July. It came out in July. I'm going to just finish this fucking bottle. You sure it wasn't August? It was, it, was the, it was the summer. The girl, was, uh, I, our, our girls August were born. took Cole for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And, which is August. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. Even though it was good, the real motivation behind it probably had more to do with how much slamming episode one got. It was a noble effort to save the rotten egg of the trilogy. August 15th, 2000. Okay. All right. Uh, plus it allowed Lucas a new spin on the already established Clone Wars. Uh, see, you're a fucking moron because you can't even get your facts straight. That's the All thing. Right. If you're going to complain about something, get your fucking facts straight. Um, they, num, number eighteen is a whole galaxy of accessories. In this, this, this one, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. they show a picture of these two, like you know, his and her rings. The girls, yep. the females, the woman's says, "I love you," mm-hmm. you know, and it's got the sort of Star Warsy font. Okay, yep. and the guy says, "I know." Yep. All right, and that's fucking. I think that's cool. That's cute. That's fucking fine. I think that's relevant. Yep. You know. 
there's a love story along with this whole thing. Yep. That's I think that's fine. All right. I, I mean, I, you, I you wanna, tell me. I want to look something up here while you're talking. Go ahead. I just think that 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 is relevant. I don't think that that's selling out. Like I said, it's it's selling out is, is selling out by definition not, is. The compromising of integrity, morality, or principles in exchange for personal gains such as money. Okay, I don't think that his integrity his is fucking, not touched his by this. Point is to make money so that he can make more movies and, and make and more money. Not, to don't make more don't forget to uh, innovate the filmmaking. Oh yeah, most like, definitely. Yeah, he should totally change the, the the way movies were made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was so. a big one to push. Uh, number seventeen is vote for Palpatine Vader campaign stickers. Now, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I, That's hilarious. I want one. I don't think that Lucasfilm actually made these, did they? Probably not. It says, uh, yes, we can all admit it's hilarious, but it also does wonders for proving the before-mentioned point, or maybe these stickers are in reality genius little bits of social commentary. Well, yeah. If if if, if anything, it's kind of funny because Palpatine Vader, you think, okay, those are the bad guys, so you think they're Republicans, mm-hmm. but it takes the spin on the whole Obama logo there. Right. Okay, which is, I think it's fine. If anything, it's parody. It has nothing to do right. with Lucas, and I'm willing to bet that Lucas didn't have a fucking dime out of that. Yes. Hallmark Keepsake Ornaments is number 16. Oh, fuck them. Again. I, it's collect, a, I, I get some of those every now and then. They're, they're, oh, fuck this person. Uh, clothing. Oh, fuck that. Keep yeah, that's, going. that's of idiotic. Of course you're going to We're just going to blast through the rest of these. Uh, the breath mints. The minty chlorians. That, yeah. the only that's reason. That's kind of clever. That's yeah. just kind of clever because it has a little name. Okay. This one says, uh, tiki pin set. It's like, uh, like Hawaiian influenced Star Wars pins. I've never seen them before. All right, those are a little, they're cheesy. Yeah. But, but they're, they're, you know. They're just pins. Yeah. Uh, bad board games and Star Wars trading cards. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. Yep. I love that. the cards. Fuck that. This guy's a dick. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars play school action oh, figures. Fuck you. Those things are awesome. Do you know why those yeah. are awesome? Because my son was too young to play with these because he'd beat the shit out of them. Right. Okay? Yep. And um, the other ones are far more sturdy. And oh, if you absolutely. Look at them now, if you look at them now, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is the entire prequel trilogy. Oh, fuck this guy. I want to yeah. punch him in the I know you, you're not punch. a big fan of the Gungans, which is number nine. Um, but but you know what? I, I understand. The Ewoks are more of a sellout than the Gungans because the even, Ewoks had their own cartoon show. I don't no, think it's a sellout. No. If, any, if it's, it's anything, it's a bad decision. It's a bad decision that yeah. I disagree with. I understand why he did it. Yep. Okay. I just didn't think it was necessary. Here's one I actually want to read because I didn't read this earlier. Number eight, above the Gungans, is more of a sellout. He wrote the Trade Federation Battle Droids. What the fuck is wrong with them? I. I don't know. Uh, he says, same goes for the Federation Battle Droids. We didn't read the Gungan one, but uh, Well, read the Gungan uh, one and see what that says. Okay, hold on. I'll go back. This guy's a dick. He's just angry about like shit that doesn't matter, right? Um, hate to bang the already beaten to death gong, but it just has to be done here. The Gungans in episode one exist to serve entirely no purpose at all. Actually, um, let me point out the fact that the Gungans exist to introduce Jar Jar Binks to show that a one easily manipulated fool can cause the downfall of society. Exactly. And kind of the point of their society in mm. uh, episode one was to show that, you know what, everything is connected. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can try what to be to separate one, you know, from everybody. And it was, there's, there's a little message in there. There is. You know, environmentalists. And uh, honestly... Mean, agree or don't, or, 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 or disagree with, mm. you know, Lucas trying to, you know... Make this a little bit more kid friendly. Teach a lesson. There's always right. a bigger fish. Blah blah blah. Yeah, um, that was a little on the nose. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean. You know, having it happen. But the rest of the seven times, the rest of the Gungans, aside from Jar Jar, were fine. Not so bad. Captain Tarples, very competent. Yeah, you know, kind of a badass in the Clone Wars cartoon too. Um, anyway, the Gungans in Episode One existed for no purpose. They could have easily ignored what was happening to the rest of Naboo and been perfectly fine. But that was but the point. The point is that yes. no, they couldn't. Right, uh, because uh, they would have sent the droids down there to kill them all. Um, which means they're only in the movie, so the story has an excuse to get the giant Federation army out of the city. So the beautiful uh, Padme can take back the throne. But again, which is that's not a sellout. That's a fucking story choice. Well, hold on. There's, there's two paragraphs here. Let me read the next one. The Gungans don't do anything useful and, uh, except defeat except the... Except fight. And Jar Jar Binks did more damage to the saga than he did bringing happiness to kids. I don't know. I, I mean, my girls watch Jar Jar like be in the comic fool in the Clone Wars cartoon, and they laugh at him. So he's done some good. Yeah, it, whether I like it or not, which I don't care. Um, let's see. Uh, if the original Star Wars trilogy had never existed, then maybe Jar Jar wouldn't take as much heat. But under the circumstance, he and the Gungans were really just a travesty of a joke and a bad plot device. Sure, it did sell a lot of Gungan-based merchandise, though. He doesn't explain how the Gungans are a sellout. They're not a sellout. No. You, you really think? Do you really think that he Lucas put them in there for? <laughs> hey, you know, we'll we'll sell more shit if we put in these yeah. silly people. Yeah. Uh, so then we have same goes for the Federation battle droids. At least the clone and stormtroopers are able to actually hit something. Uh, though they have their moments overall, the droids are not meant to present any real threat to the Jedi. In the very words of Lucas, they don't stand a chance and are cut down like so much walking mechanical butter, which is exactly what's wrong with them. The forces of antagonism shouldn't be a joke, even if it's just a kid's movie. But that's the exact point. See, this guy missed the overall point of Sidious's plan. Now, I'm going to spell it out because I've ne- I don't know if I've ever said this out loud, Okay. I have the Jedi. I am the Chancellor, the Supreme Chancellor of the Galactic Republic. And I have the Jedi and the Clone Army. I am going to pit them as my alter ego against uh, Tyrannus and Maul and the Banking Clan and the CIS. And these two are going to fight against each other because what I really, really want is to destroy both of them. And have the clones emerge victorious and then turn that one dude bad so that we can control the galaxy. Yeah. He's playing both ends against the middle. You need right. a shitty army. He needed a reason, but I mean the thing is though, even that shitty army was huge. It was big. So he needed an excuse to build his little clone army. Right. Which is what he got. And right. then he just flips a fucking switch and they all turn. Yeah. So that was the fucking. Well, he also plan. flipped the switch and turned off the fucking droids. Yeah. Grievous is dead. Oh, fuck it. Turn off the droids. We're done. Yeah. And then that's it. Order 66. Guess what? Eh. 
And Sidious is actually doing a lot in the Clone Wars show to uh, to show that the Jedi are fucking incompetent. And what they're doing with the Clone Wars show is is they're really piling on all of this like angst and anger and emotional baggage to Anakin that's going to flesh out, you know, oh, well, from two to three, his mom dies, his wife dies, he's a bad guy. But dog dies. But what they pick up it, truck. It's the worst like country song. <laughs> but what they're doing is they're they're adding like Ahsoka's gonna do this and this happens to this person and this person that he trusted fucked him over and this happens and this yeah. happens and it's just one thing after another. Anakin has the shittiest luck in the whole galaxy. So um, let's see. So he just he just doesn't understand. And again, this is not selling out. It's it's no a plot we've device got that you disappeared that you just yeah. Uh, killing off Darth Maul to introduce three new pointless characters. Uh, if you if you cared at all about the prequel trilogy, you would understand that Darth Maul was there to show the anger that that Sidious was looking for. Um, Tyrannus was there to show the cunning and the ruthlessness that that he was looking for, and um, Grievous was there to show to 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 embody the um, the the unrelenting like willpower. And basically indestructible nature. What? How the fuck is that sellout? Who are the three new? Uh, well, we could just kill off Maul, and then we could sell more action figures. It says if mentioning the Clone Wars show and expanding universe as examples of showing how Lucas sold out hasn't made you mad yet. Well, how about saying that Count Dooku, General Grievous, and yes, even Jango Fett should have never been in the prequels at all? Hey, now you're just trolling. Uh, honestly, you're just being a, a douchey dickhead. Instead, all this screen time should have been given to Darth Maul instead. No. That's... You, uh. <sighs> all right, I'm not even going to... I'm not going to... It's all... If anything, if anything, um, yeah. I'm a little... I, I mean... I, you I, wish what, Maul had have lived a little longer. I, w- I wish he either lived a little bit longer or didn't yep. come back in the Clone War TV show. I like him in the in the TV show. Actually, they I think they've I mean, really I fleshed him out. I haven't seen it, so maybe it's done better than I could believe it. Oh, can it be done. I, honestly, so, yeah, it definitely is. So if it looks like it's okay, whatever. At some point, I'll get to it. But okay, so the Force Train, a Force Glove, and lots of bad toys. Yeah. All right. Th- now this would might be a solo kind of thing, but what what is, is it though? I mean, I don't know. I don't know let's let's get kids interested in science by using Star Wars as a catalyst for that. Well, what do these toys do? Uh, let's see. It's really hard deciding whether Star Wars the Force Trainer toy is either the coolest or most retarded thing in the universe. And you you've used retarded to try. Fuck you. On one hand, it's a toy that uses actual neuroscience to work. There are receptacles. That's not the right word. Receptors. Yeah. Placed on the head that detect brain waves when the player concentrates on the ping pong ball in the plastic tube. This concentration activates a small fan underneath the ball and it rises depending on how strong the level of concentration. All fun and games until someone pops a blood vessel or poops their pants. Only you, dumbass. Star Wars Force Glove is way worse. There's a magnet in the glove and you see if there's an opposite magnet in front of you well it moves yeah god forbid we teach kids science yeah, through something toy. they like it's a toy you know what dead. if i had something that i could put on my head and move a fucking ball by thinking about it when i was 10 years old it would be the best 
fucking thing in the world. And I got to tell you, there is no one, our generation, okay? There is not a boy, our generation, uh-huh. who didn't grow up trying to move a fucking fork. And you know what? Uh-huh. If you're a boy our age and you say that you never tried it, you're a fucking yeah. liar. It might not have been a fork, might not or, have been a whatever, can of soda, okay? might but be a remote. Something. And if you're, you're yeah. lying, if you said you didn't do it, you fucking liar. Yep. So what number number this? five is Ewoks and the song and dance routine. What song and dance routine? Uh, Yub Nub, which then was changed for the special edition, which leads us to... The multitudes of Star Wars Happy Meal and McDonald's toys. Yeah, God forbid another restaurant wants to Fuck that. Those sell things, their you products. Know what, though? Those things are actually kind of cool. Yeah, but you know, they paid for the license so they could sell more of their own food. Yeah. How is that selling out? It's it's actually using and again, them, isn't these it? are toys for kids. Yeah. How is it? Like I said, selling out is, you know, Palpatine's fucking tomato sauce. Right. Right. Uh, number three is the special edition of the original trilogy. Fuck you. For that's... the for the first special edition, I can't blame him for wanting to make changes that he could make with computers. And there better be something in here about how this is more of a sellout than Peter Jackson releasing eighty different versions of. Or how about all the different versions of Evil Dead and Army of Darkness yeah. you can find out there? Number two, selling out to Uncle Walt. He didn't sell out. He sold the company because, honestly, I think he's going to die soon. That's what nobody. How come nobody calls fucking Jim Henson a sellout for selling Disney or Stan Lee? I don't know. What the fuck? Why is Lucas the one that gets like shit for it? I think the Marvel thing was a, a quieter thing. Yeah. You know, because there was no. But I mean, it's was, just as big a deal. I I totally agree. But I I th- I and had the Muppets almost, too. I mean, for for our generation. Yeah, but the thing is, though, the Muppets, like, the Muppets were kind of. I well, that was this was also before the internet. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, and also the Muppets were kind of like you know, kind of on their way out. Yeah, that's if well, anything, yeah, the Disney, stuff they were putting out wasn't right, so if great anything, back then. If anything. Disney buying the Muppets rejuvenated the Muppets. Yeah. I mean, well, there was some bad stuff. Uh, honestly, Jason Siegel revived the Muppets. Yeah. I give him, as writer and champion of making that movie, I give him as much credit as he deserves yeah, but, for that. You know, having, having, I mean, what did Disney do with the Muppets? They didn't do much with it. There were there was like the Wizard of Oz one that they did, and there there was some other stuff, but none of it really like hit the radar like no. like the Muppets, the Muppets did. And that would be Watched the that movie. Again recently, it's really funny. And they've greenlit a sequel. Yeah, good. Uh let's see. Um, this one I could almost. I mean. If if you want to make an argument for selling out, I disagree with this, but this is at least yeah. an example that is relevant to this article. It's the first one in a long it's time. It's the first one yeah. in this whole article because nothing else counts. Right. However, all said above, the true definition of a sellout is someone who does just that. They sell out. You can't use the words That's in dumb. the definition. You're a fucking a sellout is somebody that sacrifices their integrity for money. I don't think he sacrificed his integrity for money. I think what he did was he looked around and said, I am going to die soon because yeah. he's getting old. And plus, what company, what company is going to keep this alive and have integrity with it and not fucking milk it to death? 
you know, capitalize yeah. on what we're doing and then 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 run with it. And if anything, Disney has shown that they know how to handle franchises with with the Pixar stuff, with all of the princess stuff. There was a little bit of shittiness in the early 2000s, but Marvel is the prime example. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, what are we going to have Goofy in the Darth Vader helmet? It's like, uh, did you see the trailer for Iron Man 3? I didn't see Donald Duck in there, you right. fucking dickwads. Iron <sighs> Man 3 trailer is so good. Let's see. Yes, George Lucas, this fiercely independent filmmaker, sold out. He sold out a long, long time ago. Just ask Howard the Duck. Really, he made a bad movie. Uh, and now, actually, that he owns Lucas, uh, that Disney owns Lucasfilm and Marvel, they can make a good Howard the Duck movie. They can make a Darkwing Duck movie. <laughs> I don't like Darkwing Duck. But that's not the point. The point here is that an imaginative man used his creativity to bring immeasurable joy to millions of people. Star Wars, the whole thing... All it ever was and all it ever will be will come is thanks to Lucas. As he got older, he passed the torch on to Mickey. That's that's hyperbole. And there's nothing wrong with that. Lucas couldn't go on keeping the series alive forever. So if there's nothing wrong with that, why is it a sellout? Not only is he dedicated most of the profits made off Disney's purchase to reforming American education, which is more important than how good or bad a film was anyway. So taking the good along with the bad... We all looked up to look up to and admire George Lucas. If he took most of the money and he's going to reform education with it, it's not a fucking sellout. He created one of the most important pop cultural franchises ever, yeah, and used the money from that to make kids smarter. The only this other, guy can go fuck himself. The only bigger pop culture franchise made out of some fictional book is. Christianity. <laughs> Number one is the Star Wars Holiday Special. But I, I honestly, I don't know how much involved Lucas was in that because I don't think he would have let that shit get on the air if he had, uh, you know. But also at the time, wasn't his, like, personal life? And she probably was just like, it was, it was yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What? There's a check. Yeah, fine. And it was 78. He was, like, desperately trying to make Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And so he's just like, yeah, okay, I'll do it for the money. You know, and it, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, was that a sellout? Was that sort of doing something for the money without... You know the, what? You know, you know what would make it a sellout moment? If I owned it on DVD, legitimate DVD. If he released it, if it yeah. was a thing. If it was something that he wasn't embarrassed about. But you know what, though? Now, though, it's a piece of history and nostalgia and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but, no, this guy's full of shit. How many of these people agree with him? None. <laughs> I'll give him. I'll um, give him the holiday special, the sale. The no, I won't even. I won't even give him the holiday special because everybody makes shitty decisions every now and then, and that's the, the holiday special is just a shitty decision. And I can't blame somebody for trying to want to make their movie better. Yeah. We may I not. No we may not agree with the special edition changes, but he tried something that nobody ever yeah. did before. That's how we got Star Wars. He yeah. tried something nobody ever did. So, uh, yeah, but this guy, this writer's a dick. Yeah. It, it, the thing that struck me about the, the two, the two articles there is that they are just so like 
Oh, Star Wars is big. I'll just whatever. Oh, I have a stupid. You know, better talk about it. People say everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and those two articles that we've featured on the show this week are really good examples of why. No, you're not entitled to your opinion because it's fucking retarded. You because know, you use the word retarded in it. It's it's one of those um, things where it's just like you know what, the internet is. We don't need you know, that is you dumber just, for you having that. posted that. Yes. I'd rather see more porn than your bullshit. So, yeah. What is this? Uh, well, let me look at the time that we have here because I really got to pee. I think we should do a break yeah, again because um, it's been about a half hour, which is what we normally like to do. Yeah. But did not do this time. Mm. I just I just have to pee really bad. So, okay. we're going to do that. Uh, give, me a, give me a choice here. Uh, that one right there. Which one? That one right there where the mouse is. Right here? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Run the- 
would have helped if I had a fucking, like, you unmuted it or muted it. Or... Yeah, do we have the camera back on us? No, I am not doing a good job this week. We need to hire a There it is. You All know right, what? So... I may actually just put a different fucking song in there. <laughs> um, this next article that I kind of got a little sneak peek at. Yeah. Um, which one? Ahead, this this one? one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth um, Hasselbeck leaving The View. I can't stand her. I can't care. No, I don't either. I don't give a shit. Who the fuck cares? Who, I don't even know why I brought that up. Who the fuck? Joy Behar is leaving too. She who said a bunch cares? of dumb stuff. Um, I had this article here. Ten things I wish I had known before oh, becoming I a parent. love these articles. Okay. All right. I want to say... I'm either going to bring this up because it's exactly right or like the last article we just covered. Nah, exactly okay. Wrong. All right. Okay. Let's play. All right. This is on Lifehacker. Um, uh, read the thing again. Ten, ten things I wish I had known before becoming a parent. All right. I can't see because you're blocking me. Oh, sorry. Um, Let's see. It says, raising a child is full of surprises. No matter how many books, parenting forums, and Dr. Sears articles. I don't know who Dr. Sears is. Articles you read. Nothing. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. Nothing can completely prepare you for becoming a parent. If I could go back before my daughter was born and tell myself what I didn't know I would experience, this is what I would say. All right. All right. Right? Number one, making a baby isn't as easy as it sounds. That's yeah. that's true for 50% of the people in this room. Right. Uh, let's see. Some people are able to reproduce as easily as bunnies. Is your middle name rabbit? <laughs> uh, but, but for others, that's not always the case. Before I got pregnant, I naively thought that whenever I would want to have a child, my husband and I would just have sex every day for a month, and bam, that would be it. The human body doesn't really work that way. So if you're thinking of having a child someday and want to plan the pregnancy for a certain time period, consider giving yourself some extra time and try not to stress out about the whole thing. It's actually, we, uh, Julie and I were actually, we had, like when we... Get a little, um, get a little bit closer to the microphone. When we, uh, <laughs> when we thought, okay, we're ready for a second one, let's think about, um, yeah, okay, go. Right. <laughs> and it was, I mean, fortunately for us, and I know that there are lots of folks... Um, just you, you guys had a had a real tough time. Yeah. Um, but we were uh, we we're actually pretty easy. Yeah, we, it took us like six years. <laughs> in that time, <laughs> in I that had, time, you had four I children. Had, I had three kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we kind of did, huh? Yeah, yeah. In that. T- <laughs> yeah, uh, let's actually, see. when did you guys get married? Did you? We were married in two thousand one. Okay, so Olivia was already a year by then. Hmm. So, um, yeah, but yeah, we started with like 2002, 2003. Yeah. We, we were like Lily really in, started yeah. to Lily was 2004. Yeah. Frankie was 2011. So yeah, yeah. Some things are not planned. So um, point number one, uh, then we, we agree with that. All yes. Right. Far more legitimate than bitching about Star Wars. Pets yes. Number two, the first few months are pure torture. Now we're talking about first child. First child, yeah. yeah. Um, pure torture. I would say that they are extremely difficult. Yes. It says and here. Uh, go ahead. I would say, uh, and it's really interesting because it, be, it would be interesting to have like one of the moms here. 
because I think yeah. it's pure torture in different ways. Oh, absolutely. Um, like for my wife, she got like she had no sleep and the constant mm. breastfeeding. And oh, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. What was yeah. really, really difficult for me was sleeping through it. No, no, no. I can. <laughs> fuck it. No, I'm sorry. Have you ever known me to have trouble sleeping through anything? <laughs> I've taken three naps since I got here. I know. I know. Um, but um, no, but the the feeling and to a certain extent it being absolutely useless as the as oh yeah you know yeah um especially you know julie's breastfeeding so i'm like okay i don't have the boobs to right. take away right. take off some of this pressure from yep. you so yep. just the the way it is and actually i would even go beyond the first few months because it gets it it changes like like now Frankie is a little more than two years old, but he's still in that like, like super up mama's ass kind of thing. Right. Right. You know, where, and it's it like Julia try to like go in the other room and work on a report or something yeah. like that. And I keep trying I think, to, I think we'll get to that later. Well, it's so that's on I, here I keep too. trying to tell her, I'm just like, you know what? Take the computer and go. Because it's so much easier if yeah. you're not here. Yeah. Even sit in the car. <laughs> J- yeah. Just go. Because if he knows you're here, it makes it more difficult. And then right. I get right. shit for, you know, why can't you just... I'm like, look, short of just yeah. covering you with a sheet. Yeah. Okay. Well, he does have a mind of his own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. Uh, it says here, I sometimes think babies' cries are so grating, their sleep so erratic, and breastfeeding so painful... Just to harden up parents. If you can survive the first few months of baby boot camp without losing your mind, you can survive anything. You're like a superhero because really, the first few months are hell if you enjoy sleeping, showering, and functioning well. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, lack of sleep leads to very erratic behavior. Yeah, yeah. Um, others told me it was hard. But it's impossible to truly convey what it's like to wake up at night every two hours for several months or try to calm a baby who's screaming inconsolably. Yeah. No. We've had night terrors here too. Well, you know what's what's really, really tough, especially with your first. Okay. We were like this, so like Julie would wake up and, and feed Olivia. All right? right. So I would like kind of wake up too. And right. now it's yeah. like, you know, four o'clock in the morning. Yep. And because it's like, okay, we're kind of doing this together kind of thing so it's like right yeah in the beginning in the beginning in the beginning you know we're talking like the first couple of weeks even right you know so it's just like okay i'm up to yeah okay but then it's like that okay what the fuck am i doing awake we'll we'll see we had two and um there wasn't there wasn't breastfeeding didn't go well and that's not a subject that everyone likes to to talk about because you know that yeah wasn't easy to take so we went to bottles which is which is fine because then i could help yeah because there were two but there comes a point where i have to fucking sleep so i can go to work yeah you know and it's and it's one of those things where you communication is is very important because if, if ellen didn't say no go back to sleep because you have to work one of the two parents has to be able to function. The they have to, yeah, the brain fog from, you know, Joe versus the volcano has to not be there. The brain yeah. cloud. One of you has to be thinking clearly because still bills have to get paid. Jobs have to be gone to. Cars have to be maintained. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And if 
both parents are functioning on 45 minutes of sleep because if you have two, they're going to wake up every hour. Wait, 45 minutes in a row. Yeah. You know, huh. somebody has to has to be functioning. <laughs> um, let's see. What else does it say? Um, you will lose and surely miss sleep. Yeah, oh, so that's like we've... So yeah, touched on that one. This next one, I think, is a great, is a good one. This four. is one that I did not believe until it happened. Again, yeah, you you don't need a lot of baby stuff or clothes. It is seriously when I when I go into like a baby's R Us now. Yeah, I want to because and then you see the new first time parents like red string for stuff. You yep. just want to go through the carriage. You don't need this. Yeah, no, you don't no, need no, this. No, no. You don't yeah. need this. You, you don't need this. Exactly. Diaper genie. You got a fucking trash can. You don't need a diaper genie. You're not going to fucking use it. You're going to be so tired. You're not going to want to make little poopy diaper sausages. You don't, you don't, those things drive me crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, a lot of people I know are like, Oh, well we're going to use cloth diapers. It's like, really? You're you're gonna do laundry we every six did, we, hours. We actually did cloth diapers for okay. a, a a little while, yeah. and then it just gets life just life yeah. just gets in the in the way. You yep, it just doesn't. I read they, they, I read fine. a I read a breakdown carbon footprint break, breakdown of cloth diapers versus disposable it's about the diapers. Same because yeah, because you, of the energy the, you're taking to yeah. wash them. Yeah. So it's all the same. Yeah. You know? It says here strollers, car seats, play pens, swings, bouncy chairs, play mats, sleep hammocks, teething rings, bibs, burp cloths. Yeah. Babies seemingly need a ton of accoutrement. <laughs> Let me save you a lot of money. You don't need even half of those things. Right. That is true. Many new parents fear their babies will get bored or will need constant stimulation to develop super baby brains. But the truth is infants pretty much just sleep, wake up, and cry to be fed, then fall asleep after being fed. God, that's the life I they poop too. Live for. You know what? I there there were there's the girls are obviously toilet trained now. But there was They're a time be five in Holy in shit. In, um was it Saturday something in four like days. Twelfth, right? Yeah. There was a time where the poop was like Oh, it's it's a little marble. And then like six weeks later, it's like the fuck is this seaweed sewage oh, shit? Did you eat? Yeah. It it goes from like like where they use most of the nutrients they get. And, and it's usually when you switch to like more solid yeah. or real food. Ugh. Um it's like what did you kill, then eat, and was it of this yeah, earth. and then poop out, and then pick yeah. up off the floor and stuff in your diaper. Um, you don't need multiple endless ways to occupy them, even when they've started toddling, because everything is entertaining to a young child. Also, kids tend to discard even new toys quicker than it took you to look for and buy them. I have a garage full of baby distractions and stuffed animals just waiting for garage sale season. To this day, I'm thinking, why didn't I just buy blocks? Or make toys out of toilet paper rolls. Yeah. Similarly, and this is the important thing, I think. I wish I hadn't bought so many baby clothes. At least new ones. For one thing, family and friends love to gift adorable outfits. Yeah, absolutely. Who can resist buying tiny shoes even if the baby can't stand up? For another, kids grow like weeds. So some outfits are rarely even worn before they don't fit. Yeah, we had shit with tags still on it. And we had two kids who were two different sizes. Oh, yeah. We've had we've had stuff go out 
um, that, that, that we've given away to friends. It's, it's yep. kind of funny. Even now, um, there's a friend of ours who's got a daughter just a couple of years younger than Lily, so she gets a lot of Lily's clothes okay. when she's done. So it's kind of interesting to be like, hey, I know that <laughs> outfit. Yeah. Um, but you have to really figure it out. It's like, okay, well, if I have a kid that's a four and a kid that's a six, you know, yeah. I have to make sure that um, is what I buy them going to be appropriate for the right season. Yeah, yeah. That's not always. Uh, let's see. Five children rack up a lot of surprise costs. There's one thing you will need a lot of in the first few years. Diapers. A whole lot of diapers. You know that already, but you're probably still underestimating how many diapers you'll end up buying or washing if you go, go the cloth route. Yeah. This makes subscribing to a newspaper for the diaper coupons worth it alone. I also wish I had joined Amazon Moms way back when. Um, when we used to go out, I would I would just bring like 15 diapers with, well, an even number, 16 yeah. diapers with me if we're going out for an hour because you never know. <laughs> you change them and then they pee. And then you change them and then they poop. Yeah. And then you change them and then you wait 10 minutes and then they pee. And that's... Between two of them, six diapers right there. Yeah. That's half of the stock you brought. Uh, let's see. Other expenses will seem to come out of the blue over the course of your child's life. Music lessons, for example, for a couple of hundred dollars a month. Class trip cost babysitting and even medicine. Medical fees can take you by surprise. Yeah, Perhaps the biggest shocker is the higher than college cost of daycare. Yeah. If we had to pay for daycare, if my if my parents couldn't help out as much as they did, one of us would have quit our job because uh, it would have cost as much to put somebody in daycare as right. it would be to work. So, you know, <laughs> what choice do you have? Uh, it's like you need to take a second job to pay for the daycare that lets you work your first job. Yeah. Yeah. So spend less on baby gear and keep in mind these unexpected or unexpectedly high costs that really add up. Uh, number six, you can work from home with a child, but only up to a point. There are two periods in your children's lives when working from home with them is a breeze. Before they're walking. And after and they're driving. After they're old enough to understand that when you're working from home, you're really not available. So they're in kindergarten at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if your kid is good at entertaining him or herself, working from home is easy. But it might still give you pangs of guilt when your attention is divided. It's hard for parents to say, no, I'm busy now several times a day. You get used to it. Here's a big one. Don't worry if your child isn't reaching development milestones. Uh, this is a pretty good article, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, not bad. A lot more valid than that Star Wars. <laughs> that fucking yeah. idiot. My daughter didn't start walking until she was 13 months old, about the time all baby books said I would need to consult a doctor if she wasn't walking by then. So, of course, I stressed about it. She was also in pull-up diapers longer than other kids in her daycare. Um, oh, I met this. It's just the, now, it's you the, know. It, it, you basically, know. it's don't worry about it. They'll do it or, right. you know, you can get help for it. Uh, now, you know, my wife is a behaviorist. Right. Okay. She uh, she works with autistic kids. Yep. She has the patience of a saint. I mean, yep. you're married to me, you have to. Absolutely. Um, and one of the things she's really, really, really good at is is toilet training. Mm. Oh yeah, R really good. I mean, my and again, it's it's something that she does. She's she's mm. 
help toilet train hundreds of kids. <laughs> it's like professional level, like, you know, yeah. NFL type grade. So, I mean, definitely not the norm. Right. Definitely right. not the norm. Frankie has not pooped in a diaper since he was five months old. That's okay? that's that's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. And it's one of these things where it's he's not for I mean, just the whole thing about it just becomes part of the routine, blah, right. blah, blah. But again, it's it's her really, really sort of being in the routine and a lot of patients. And again, it's not a situation that exists for a lot of people. Yeah. My wife is a little kind of insane, but well, she, but she case, also had the advantage of being home the whole time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and now he's going entire days in the same pair of underwear. He's good. And he's, yeah, he's, he's nice. just two. Nice. All right. So I met this woman the other night. Um, she was at the, the dinner theater show Yep. and, um, she um she works at a daycare and we were talking about we were just kind of talking about stuff like that and um i had mentioned that oh yeah my son is you know he's really good at you know letting us know when he needs to go potty blah, right. blah, blah you know a mixture of you know his 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 blossoming language and some sign language and stuff like that and she just didn't she she, she just she just thought that it was it was too much pressure on him, and 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 it was who the fuck is somebody exa- else? Exactly, exactly. Well, you know what it is. Here, here's the thing. It's it's one of those things where um, she's she's the daycare teacher, so she I think spends a lot okay. of time talking condescendingly to parents. You think about yeah. what's about what's best. Yeah. Okay, and this is just this is just one of those cases where I can understand this woman's a professional. This is what she does for her living. And She's I a get professional that. babysitter, and, and 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 I get that. Okay, but I also know that my wife is also a professional, and she's yeah. very, very, very good at what she does. Okay, um, so it was really interesting to see that whole like that sort of a, a negative take on. How can there be something negative about something we, that good? Exactly. I mean, I sent Olivia to go buy diapers the other day, and I wasn't even sure what size because it's been so long since I've purchased. Like I've right, been the one right. buying the diapers. So we don't go through them. We'll yeah. go through a package of you know like fifty and like like two months, and then you need another <laughs> size, right? But um, like I don't, I don't. Yeah, what, who the fuck what, is she? What gives her the right to say what is? It's not. How is it? Oh, yeah, hold on. I know. Right. To a kid that young, it's not pressure. It's not performance anxiety. There's none of that shit. It's just. It's what you do. Exactly, and he's That's at it. that. It's just what you do, and he's at that stage now where he knows when he needs to go. Right. Okay. But I'll tell you, if he's playing or doing something, yeah, he'll be he he'll just like to the very last second, you yep. know, before yep. he can pull himself away. Yep. And then he'll be like, ah, oh, we didn't make it. Right. You know. Yeah. I um, wanted to play. But every That's what but I would every get. like half hour, forty five minutes, you know, we're getting up. It's just like, hey, let's run over to the party. And sometimes mm-hmm. he's just like, no, I don't want to go. I'm like, come on, we'll go, and then we'll just come back and we'll right, and we'll right. do this. And that. that's the toughest it's thing a, I found yeah, it is, was to it, teach them this shit will still be here when you get back. Well, it's it's even it's that, and it's sort of like um, you can kind of almost take co- coming away from what you're doing. 
okay, and then say, you know, we'll go party and, you know, we'll grab a snack afterwards. Or yeah. we'll yeah. you sort of redirect to almost like a new activity. Right, you got to give a reason is, to get Because up. I think it's yeah. just like, well, fuck you, I'm playing right now. Why the fuck would I get up and right. to leave to come back to do the exact same exactly, thing? Exactly, because you're I'm just going to clean this shit yeah, up anyway. I'm so. good right here. Thanks for asking, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Go fuck yourself. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what's next? You can never take too many pictures or videos. Too true. That is. Yeah, I can't. The 15,000 pictures in my iTunes iPhoto. Uh, Number nine, going out anywhere will never be the same. True. Once you become a parent, I don't need to read the one about pictures. Uh, Once you become a parent, time shifts. What used to take five minutes to go to the store will now take 45 to account for bundling, dawdling, snack packing, car seat fiddling, and other extra steps. Actually, I was going to say something, but it, it, it actually comes into play in a little bit. Um, eating out is a whole new experience, blah, 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 you know, and that's not even taking into account the assholes that will give you dirty looks because God forbid you're bringing a tiny human being to a restaurant with I you. Know, right? Number 10, you will never be the same. The, there is no way to explain this to someone that doesn't have children. Right. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it until, um, until like six hours after they were born. Yeah. Parenting changes you. I expected this, but I didn't expect just how radically it would. Because you you can't grasp it. You really can't. It's not like, oh, I got married. Well, that's not a huge change. It's, it's... Yeah, no, it's totally different. It's not like you turn into mom and dad overnight, but your values, perspective, and habits get realigned into one single creature, your child or children, if you have more than one. It also means... And there's some bullet points here, and I I enjoy bullet points (laughs) because it really gets to the heart of the matter. Your habits change for the better. You'll think more about the nutritional value of your food, driving safely, spending money more wisely, living longer, and exemplifying good ethics. Whether or not you act on those things is is another thing. But I'll tell you, I I don't smoke. I don't eat a shitload of candy anymore. Uh, When I I get smoke my candy, well, (laughs) that's the best kind. When I go to the movie theater uh, to and I get popcorn, no butter. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, no soda. Like, I, I'm actually trying to show them, you know, the yeah. right way to do it. Uh, poop will no longer be taboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your relationship with your partner will change. You can't really know how until it happens, whether it's for better or worse. But parenting changes the other person too and how you look at him and her or her. Uh, you may have to part with previous entertainment choices. Play video games and watch TV? Sure, but now it's Talking Tom. What is Talking Tom? I don't know. And My Little Pony or Voltron. Okay. Here, here's a, here's a, here's a, a helpful hint. If if you're a man's man, right, and you have a little girl, cut the shit and just try to enjoy what they like. Yeah. You will be a thousand times happier. Like, I understand people don't like Barney, but here's the thing. Don't fucking let them watch it. Right. Find something else. Today... Ellen sent me a text because uh, now that she has the iPhone, we actually, I don't have to call yeah. her to talk to her. Uh, like, so how's everything going? Because, you know, if she went out to shovel yeah. and stuff and all that. 
Uh, and she's like, well, Nova picked Bratz on Netflix. Because you all will go to the kids section and, you know, it's like, oh, you want to try something? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Um, so I took a picture of me making a face, like a what the fuck kind of face. And uh, they laughed at it. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, why don't you watch Monster High? Because that is a better alternative to right. Bratz. Um, and they laughed and they ended up watching My Little Pony. You know, it's that kind of thing. Like, you can't be like, oh, that's stupid. Like, because, uh, like, like uh, Ellen said, oh, the, the, the live action Grinch. They watched that. Like, fuck. Oh, I'd rather they watch a show called W-H-O-R-Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, girls, did you like that? And they're like, yeah, it was it was funny. I'm like, yeah. I didn't like it that much. I didn't think it was that good. And uh, this is where I learned it's already started. I can't do that. I can say I didn't like it, but I yeah. can't say it wasn't good because they enjoyed it. And I watched it with them again because they wanted to watch another. And I watched it through their eyes and through the eyes of a four-year-old is not a terrible piece of oh, shit. Yeah. It's terrible, but it's not a terrible piece of shit. But if if you're if you're going to be that oh I'm not going to you know my wife can whatever with yeah. with little no, little girl a, stuff it's like a dick. um in this in this Tupperware tub right there there's um it's all their birthday presents it's yeah. all monster high dolls right and Ellen and I are talking about who's going to get who who's who's oh, favorites yeah. But the the difference I noticed between me and my parents when uh or my mom specifically, like I know all of the ponies' names. Yeah. My mom just the girls love it. They sing the songs. Like just out of nowhere they'll yeah. start singing. But she just can't get into it. It's like I don't give a shit if you can get into different it. Different generations. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's there is that. But like we, I had the CD in the car, and I dropped the girls off at school, and like the CD has all the songs from the three seasons, and uh, it just stayed on. Yeah. I didn't shut it off because it reminds me of them. But like I said, I and think the, the fun we have, the, the generations are different. Like I don't remember, um, I don't remember playing with my parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the way, that, but it was it was stuff way like that, you throw a ball or you know, you know it coaching. Was, yeah, and, it was it was you know yeah. every now and again like you know throw a frisbee, but like like the matchbox cars, the Star Wars figures, you know yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, was those those were the things I was playing with so that you know my mom could get shit done around the house. Right, you, I you, think you know I, I think mean? what we have is there was the generation that didn't play with their kids. There was the generation that was too friendly with their kids. Yeah. And then there's us, which is kind a of mix of the 80s and 90s parenting styles. I right. think the totally you do your own fucking thing, I don't give a shit, and the the helicopter parents. We've seen that's way too yeah. intrusive and there's no emotional connection. Right. There has to be a middle ground. Yeah. And and, and it's you know like I'll you know, I play with the kids, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so it's 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 really interesting because Lily was asking me. She's like, "Dad, what what kind of what kind of what, what did you what did Papa Butch play with you yeah. when you were a kid?" I'm like, "Spanking." 
Not, not, <laughs> not, a, not a lot, really. You yeah. know, I remember yeah. a few times like flying kites or like playing right. catch in the yard, stuff like that. But, typical parenting yeah, type exactly. stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's like a 50s kind of thing, isn't it? That's the, but that's, there was emotional, right. there was an emotional rift between. There was, yeah, there was that, okay, <clears throat> you're the. Not on purpose or no, anything. No, 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 it was yeah. just, just. No, just, I, just I totally was, understand. You know, but like I'll sit with so. the girls, and like all of a sudden, I'll tur- I'll get goofy with them. Like they were ar- they were all arguing back and forth, and there was that one scene in in one of the Shrek movies where they're all at dinner and they're yeah. all arguing. It's Donkey Fiona, yeah. blah 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 blah, and Donkey out of nowhere yells Donkey, right? Because nobody's saying his name, right. so they're all like saying each other's name back and forth. Nobody's listening to anybody, and I just yelled as loud as I could, Donkey, and they all stopped stared at me and just all three of them just busted yeah. out laughing oh and I, it was just forgotten yeah the, the the other day frank and i just ran literally in the living room running around in a circle yeah i chased the girls through the house all the time it was, it was just it was funny yeah it was kind of funny yep. we're uh we're teaching nova and ripley how to read now and nova gets really stressed and she does this hand thing and she's yeah. like all oh, like so I've I've taken to calling her belly button the reset button. Uh-huh. So I push that and she laughs and like she forgets that she's stressed out. Uh, and then we sound out the word and yeah. we go from there. And like I'll be in here and uh, and and like I was working on show stuff earlier and uh she came in and she's like what are you doing? And I'm like watching stuff that's not appropriate for her, <laughs> right? And I'm like do I have to hit your reset button and she runs away go no. But there's um like I'll I'll like practice stuff like voices and stuff to like do later. Oh, like yeah. uh, on My Little Pony, there's um there's an old grandma gran- granny pony, and um and out of nowhere, I just said Applejack, and like everybody, my wife Ellen, uh, my wife is Ellen, uh, and they just <laughs> stared at me like what the fuck just came out of your mouth, <laughs> and they all started laughing. And it's like it diffuses the situation yeah. or whatever's going on, and because um, I like doing the the fist shaking thing, Nova yeah. hates that because uh, one of the ponies has this bunny that's just a total fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the, Daddy, I hate her. the The rabbit's name is Angel, and he's a dick. And um, every time the rabbit comes on TV, I'll be walking through the room or something. I go, Angel. And I'll do the angry fist. And she'll, Nova will pull my hand down and she'll go, no, Angel's a good bunny. I'll say, no, he's not. <laughs> he's a jerk. And it's kind of good because we can we can take that and move it into, you know, uh, well, this character's a bully and yeah. that's not how you treat other people. And every moment can covertly be a teaching moment. Oh, definitely. There's just so much. But let's get back to this article. Yeah, which is actually a pretty good article. Yeah. Um, Erasure of Empire Changes TV. Um, You will never take free time for granted again. Yeah. Uh, You might actually have more fun and become more creative. Yeah. Uh, You will likely experience a love... And a bond that you never could have imagined. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll I, tell you one thing that that having kids has done for me. It's actually made me a little bit more brave, to be quite honest. Because yeah. like I will sort of not really force, but I will encourage my kids to try shit. Right. You know. Right. 
give it a shot, blah, blah, blah. And then there just comes a time when, you know, whatever's going on in your life, it's just like, okay, fine. You just got to listen to your own press and just fucking, you know, yeah. you got to walk the walk, Yep. you know? Um, so, and it's, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where you just, okay, this is what I, I want you, like the stuff I do, you know, the creative stuff that I do. Right. You know? Right. It's, it's a, it's, it's a struggle sometimes because, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, the, the, the money is sometimes a, a, an issue, yeah. but it's one of these things where, you know what, how miserable a person would I be mm. if I wasn't trying to channel some of the creativity yeah. in, in, in certain ways. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I want them to see like this show, this show could be a complete disaster. I hope it's not mm. www.trrls.com. Um, <laughs> But, but you try. But exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, I, I don't want them to look back and say, hey, my dad had all these little really cool ideas. He didn't do anything about him. What a pussy. Right. You know, I right. would rather try, give it a shot and fail yep. and say, okay, let's see what happens. You know, yeah. I want them to, whatever they want to do, just go and do it and throw yourself in it completely and yep. just try it. Yeah. Um. So that is that is 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 huge. Yep. You know, and you find courage to try shit that you might not otherwise try if you didn't think that all right, here there's a couple of sets of eyes just kind of watching to see how the fuck you're going to handle this because yep. you know, I'm taking my cues from you. It's like, oh fuck, you learned it from me. Yep. Why can't I just get high? If we when we were building prints upstairs in the booth there, like two thousand three or four, if you had have said, Yeah, hey, guess what? In like six years you're gonna sing in front of two hundred and fifty right? people, <laughs> I would have said, fuck Dude, you. you cannot be stoned while you work. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. But you know, you know why I do it, honestly, and it and, and it's 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 not for my own self-satisfaction because it stresses me out to a point that I don't want to go to where like my back cramps up <laughs> yeah. and I need medication for it. Um, I do it because there is a chance that my being in the band, even though it's fun, the rehearsals are fun, the show itself is very nerve-wracking, Yeah, but doing that gets my name out there, gets people remembering the department I work in. They see me, they know me. More people yeah. know me than I know them. And... It can only help me later, yeah. which in turn helps them. Right. I'm doing it for the chance that something good will come out of it, and I will be able to parlay that into something for, right. for them. Everything I do is for except for this show and outside the cinema, everything I do is for them. Yeah. And collect Star Wars figures. Yeah. Although... I don't know. I'm really, I'm wondering what this is, what they're going to take from this, from this room. Like, I'm trying to, like, take care of the stuff and display it properly, and it's a non-hoarding situation yeah. because I, I, like, it's displayed properly. I don't know. I really don't know either. It, well, what'll be interesting to see is, I mean, because there's, there's what they have now with the stuff they like because right. it's 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 fun, and it'll see you'll at some point uh, something will develop as a passion. Yes, and something that 
not only do they enjoy doing and enjoy being a part of and enjoy experiencing, yeah. but it'll just sort of become a part of who they are. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I think is kind of the Star Wars thing for you. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Just hit at the know, right time. It, exactly. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how their passions manifest themselves. I have to show you a picture. A year ago, Ripley was scribbling, just scribbling nothing. Yeah. Okay. She drew a picture yesterday. Okay. Wow. She's almost, she's not even five. Yeah. Okay. Let me, I'm going to put this up. Now. I don't know if anybody's in the, oh, that's not going to work. Is it? No. There's a glowing screen. Ripley drew a picture that I looked at and I said, put it on the thing. In the what? On the um, I can't. I, I <laughs> it'll take me too long to figure everything out. You can do it from the phone. Um, well, I don't want. I don't know if I want to actually put this okay. up anywhere. Um, but like, she drew this picture of herself. That's herself. That's her. She. It's a self portrait. She is like. I don't really draw in front of her. Not yeah. that much. Ellen kind of, sort of does. Um, but today Nova was playing whatever with the, with the iPod that we have floating around and, um, her time was up and she wanted to give it to Ripley and Ripley said, no, I'm coloring. I don't want it. The fuck? Well, that's going to be, and that's, and that's like, she draws this picture that I honestly believe is above her pay grade. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because, yeah. like, Nova is, like, right in line. She's still scribbling, like, outside right. the lines and everything. Ripley is, like, meticulous trying to stay in the lines. It yeah. might They might all be the same, like, color straight through. But she, all of a sudden, one day, it's like it's snap. It's like, I yeah. get it. I know how to stay in the lines. I know how to draw a person that's not a stick person. She didn't draw a stick person. Like, there's... There's like width yeah. and definition. Like there's like shoulders and chest and yeah. like a dress. Um, I I'm like, fuck. I have to. <laughs> we have to encourage this. We have. We can't yeah. just let this sit like yeah. this. Unbelievable. Yeah. All of a sudden. I don't know. Yeah, and it gets <laughs> wild watching them, like get really good at shit. Mm. Like when I see Lily doing gymnastics. Okay. It's like, wow, like you're doing this one handed cartwheel thing yeah. on a beam. Yeah. You know, it's just like shit. Yeah. We, we the you girls know? don't go to dance lessons or anything, but I see them um, based on what kind of music is playing. It's yeah. a different dance every time. Yeah. And they're really starting to get they the would hang of like dance classes. They, they would. And when they're out of school and we yeah. have the money, oh, yeah. and then we can do that. Yeah, dance classes are, <laughs> their recitals can be a little arduous. Yeah. I've been to it more than a few. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, but the, the thing is, like, the whole thing, like, there was this whole generation where it's like your day is scheduled and there's play dates and it's like bling, 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 soccer, clarinet, right. you know. It's like, they're five. Like the most important thing that we're going to do is like, go see a movie in the next couple months. You uh, know? I was talking to um, this guy who is a soccer coach um, in the town where I work at Starbucks. And um, 
we were talking about, I think that he's got kids who played lacrosse in high school. Okay. So um, I was telling him, yeah, my girls are getting really geared up for this lacrosse season and the snow comes and blah, blah, blah. And um, we got to talk and he's just like, oh, what grade? And I said, oh, you know, my oldest is seventh grade. He goes, oh, you got some time. And um, we were just kind of talking about what um, what you do to get, like, colleges to start watching, you know, start looking at oh, your Oh, okay. Yep, and, yep. um He's just like, it starts, it starts like ninth grade. He says, yeah, ninth, the, the end of the season, ninth grade, get like the 10 minute YouTube video, you know, going. Oh, you can do so much now with the internet he said back, as he, opposed to when we were yeah, in school. And, yeah. And he's just like, cause by the end of her junior year, they know what they need for players. Right. They know, and especially academic money, yep, sports yep. money, you know, so. And you know how to film and edit, so there's yeah. there's an advantage yeah. too. Yeah, and I, ju- I actually just did a soccer one ah. for a kid in in our town. Nice. Um, yeah, the he's Mary uh, Olivia's friend, Mary's brother. Ah, okay. Who's looking at schools, and he's a big soccer player. So, nice. Um, I went to a couple of his games in the fall and put yeah. some stuff together for him. So. And uh, it was, I it looked good. I mean, it's strange because I'd never done something like that before, so right. I didn't even like really a have a promo reel kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. so I just kind of had his again. They just cut together a bunch of times that he was involved with the ball. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, look, I'm not quite sure exactly what you're looking for, but this is what I kind of think, you know, right. might work. And so they were thrilled with that. They That's like, good. Oh my God, this is great. Nice, nice. So. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, that could be a nice little niche because I have time to yeah. add one more type of stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do feedback and end this. All right. Here's the, here's the letter we got. All right. This is from James the Dork. Subject is a la carte cable. I, yeah, remember we talked about that yep, for a second? I do. Um, the problem with a la carte cable is that if you make it so people can just buy things like Discovery, HGTV, TLC, or not on a per channel basis, then a lot of those oddball networks would uh, straight up go away. Mm. I doubt there are enough viewers watching just the Speed Network to actually keep the channel afloat. That's <laughs> why these channel here. packages exist. As I told my wife the other day, I think that if Investigation Discovery had to be chosen and paid for on its own, that whole thing would just go away. Fine. Yeah. Uh, part of what makes those weird networks profitable is people channel surf and accidentally see something on them they find interesting. People buy these packages not for one channel but for a whole host of channels to fatten up their channel selection. Channels like AMC and Discovery are towing the line for stuff like Speed and the Food Network. Uh, HBO is the same thing. The reason HBO is still married to and will be married to cable TV service for the foreseeable future is that people get cable just so they can subscribe to HBO. Yeah. Hell, they bypass Netflix and go to HBO Go as yet another reason to get cable and sign up for HBO. Huh. Near as I can tell, there's not even an Amazon Instant Video type option for HBO's programming. You either pay for HBO to see it or you pirate it. The big wigs at huh. HBO crunch the numbers and there aren't enough people pirating that pay for HBO without cable to offset the money they rake in from people who pay for HBO just to have it. More to the point, they wouldn't bring in enough money to offset the money that Big Cable pays HBO for the privilege of offering HBO through their service. Personally, I'd be happy if we got to a point where all TV shows were at least offered up through Amazon for 2 bucks an episode, being able to buy Sons of Anarchy, Walking Dead, and American Horror Story the day after it airs. Uh, 
made cutting the cord absolutely painless. Hmm. All right. Um, okay, maybe, but, you know maybe what, here's not the thing, individual though. channels, but maybe smaller packages of channels. Like yeah, if you want Discovery, you get, something like that. You but get here, a group of Discovery-style thing. no, things. Here's the thing. Yeah. There's just so much shit. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You know what? How about if some of the stuff that falls away falls away for a good fucking reason? Yeah, then, yeah. it's yeah. shit. Okay? Honey Boo Boo is But that's on TLC. Shit. Isn't L- it? TLC. Do you remember when the TLC was actually the learning channel? Okay. Yeah, remember when the History now Channel was actually shit. about history? But yeah. You know, but the History Channel, at least you can get, you know, a little bit of Hitler every now and again. <laughs> right? So, yeah. you know... It's, you know, it's just like, I mean, History Channel hasn't yet gotten to the point. Like, nobody talks about the History Channel the way they talk about MTV. You go, oh, remember when MTV used to play videos? Yeah. I mean, History Channel's not at the point where people are saying, hey, remember when you could get at least a good few hours of Hitler on the History Channel? You can still get <laughs> well, that. Well, people say the H used to stand for Hitler. Right. Yeah. But I just, I just think that, you know what, something like speed, you know what, I'm sorry. Bundle that with ESPN channels and you'll be fine. But you know fine. what, though? You'll, yeah, exactly. You know, some of those golf, shows. Golf, speed, Right. I mean, do we bikes. really need classic golf channel? Do we really need Is there to one see, of those? I don't know. But you know what? There are, there are channels <laughs> I don't know. I just, just made like, it up. It probably out there somewhere. You can watch a fucking basketball game. Like, hey, you know what? Let's watch the Celtics-Lakers from 1984. Well, it's, like, it's like Mitch Hedberg's act. He's like, I was watching ESPN Classic, and I saw a guy hit a foul ball. Fucking classic. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, you know. It's it's obviously to one extreme, right? To, but, to but be that's funny, it's but like, but you got to wonder. Okay, do the channels exist because there's programming people want to see, or are people watching this shit just because it's there? Yeah. Okay. Do you really need to watch, like I said, a 25 year old basketball game? No. Well, the thing is, they want to keep you watching. Exactly, because so all that's it does why is, there's it, yeah. It's out just there. like, oh, hey, I'll watch this piece of shit because because otherwise kid, somebody will go and read a book. No, because the God kid, forbid, it's not even that. It's because the Ginsu knife people will then have one more place <laughs> that they can put their ads, yeah. so that when you're watching, you know, oh, hey, let's look at boat porn for an hour. All right, well, fine, because I might buy myself a fucking chicken ice cream maker. What's a chicken ice cream? I have no maker? fucking idea. It's, but it's that that's what it's all about. It's all about just eyeballs on on the screen. Yeah. And 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 like, oh hey, you know what? Verizon can offer you 150,000 channels. Right, yeah, well, you know what? Four of them are watching some guy fold his socks. Yeah. It's the folding network. I mean, for me personally, I don't need any Spanish language channels because I'm I don't speak the language enough to watch them. Although I have watched Return of the Living Dead and Big Trouble in Little China in Spanish. Because I know those movies so well it doesn't matter. I know I know that uh when they say cabeza they're saying shoot him in the head or hit him in the head. You know, I got that. I uh, just I just you know yeah, cable. I'm not, cable I'm not looking is, to go. Uh, oh well, I don't mind paying so much because it supports little channels. Fuck those little channels. Cable to me is like the record industry. It's gonna have to go through this digital shift or become obsolete because the CD 
route of selling things like the the record industry never really kind of got on board with the whole but, thing. But you know, I and, think that once like the way they provided it was like shitty and they suffered for it. Do people really still buy seasons of TV shows? I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Like I own the first like two or three seasons of The West Wing, a show that I love a lot. Uh-huh. Okay? And what Olivia, like on DVD? Yeah. Olivia okay. Olivia asked me the other day about, "Hey dad, I'm looking to get into a new show. What what, what what's good?" I'm like, "Oh, West Wing is really good. Huh. She checked that out." She's like, "Oh, is it on Netflix?" I'm like, "I think it is." Or Hulu huh. or something like that. I said, I "Think it is." I said, "I've also got the DVDs." Right. You know. And um but if she's going to get it on Netflix, fine. Well, I will buy Blu-rays of of movies cuz it comes with the uh the digital download so we can put it on any device, that kind of thing. Right. But I buy the only series I buy is I buy Clone Wars on Blu-ray because it looks absolutely beautiful. And I have a feeling the season will finish out before the next format shows up. So I'll be fine. <laughs> and then I, I don't think there'll be a next format. I think the next format is going to be all digital. But I, I buy it because my dollars sort of help ensure that another season will get made if I put the money out for it, you yeah. know. And it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. But it's one of those. But you know what, though? Even if it was on Netflix or Hulu, your Netflix, I would still buy it. But your Netflix dollars would still pay for it because yeah, Netflix yeah. is paying for it. But I'll be honest. Like, like for the girls, My Little Pony, season one and two is on Netflix. I'm waiting for season three because we're the, Well, that's the, the problem. I mean, But if not... they put that out on Blu-ray, if they put it a complete season one or a complete one, two, and three on Blu-ray, they'd get that for their birthday. Well, that's the thing. It's just like, hey, you know what? I want to watch uh, Barney Miller. You know what I mean? I want to watch an old Barney Miller episode. Right. Barney Miller was a TV show in the 70s and early 80s, folks. With a bass into boom. Yeah. And that's what I want cable TV to be. I want to be able to sit down and go, TV Channel seven four three hundred and seventy five nine thirty two in the Weather that. Channel. I just want, I just want what I want when I want it. I yeah. want, you know, it's just like, hey, you know what? Um, I want, you know, Mash. well, we're getting a lot closer just, just to that. Give me an episode of Mash. We are getting a lot closer to that. I would like to see the next generation of cable boxes have Hulu and Netflix already in you there. You probably will. Yeah. Not that I don't have two consoles out there already that do that. Right. And honestly, this whole like PlayStation a, a Four Hulu, thing is not impressing me. A Hulu but. channel. Well, the thing yeah. is that with PlayStation Four, they're just like, no, 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 dude, this is gonna be awesome. It's like, yeah, where's the console? No, oh, you'll don't see. Worry, it's it's gonna fine. Be fucking yeah. awesome. No, I don't. I don't. You know, I own exactly one game. Mm, is it two? I own two games for the PlayStation Three. I own like forty for the three sixty. But even, but even, I don't know. Playing on the PlayStation Three just isn't. How long do you think it'll be though before you don't even need to own the physical game? You can already do that. I own Resident Evil Four on a hard drive. Really? Yeah. So you, I, just, you downloaded. I downloaded it. it. All yeah. right. And was it at all cheaper since there was no physical? Or... It was like twenty bucks. Versus. And that's honestly the third time I bought the fucking game. I bought it for the GameCube. Yeah. I bought it for the PlayStation Two. I bought a copy from my brother. Okay, so, so it's an older game. This is the game. fourth time I've bought it. But it's an older it. game. Yeah, but it's but, my favorite out of the entire right, but series. Brand so new 20 games, bucks was like... Brand new games aren't there yet. 
Now, brand new games is 60. But I think if you well, take they do out digital downloads, though, of them, um, I don't know. I, I haven't honestly looked at that because I go, I go with GameFly. I pay like $15 or $18 yeah. a month and I get as many games as I can get in and out. And then sometimes I forget and the game sits for three months like <laughs> Modern Warfare 3, which I just got bored of. I'm, I, I found that um, I've been getting bored with games a lot. Yeah. Like, um, like everybody. Everybody says that the Aliens Colonial Marines game is shit, which is fine. You know, it's disappointing to hear, but um, it's available right now on Gamefly. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to, you already put that as your background, huh? Yeah, I like it. I think it's a um, cool picture. So like I sent out Modern Warfare 3 and I'm like, all right, I'll just get Colonial Marines in. And I'll blast through it, and I'll see if it's shitty, and then I don't have to pay for it, yeah. and I can get something else. Because, I don't know, I'm, I think I'm falling out of games. I yeah. think I'm just not as like into it. Like I'll go back and I'll play Resident Evil 4. If they put out Resident Evil 2 and 3 in a nice high-def version or redone graphics or whatever, sure. I got Resident Evil 6. It's not great, but I had fun with it. I don't even... It's, fun, it's yeah. funny because I was... Talking to Cole about he's trying to save up money to buy a new system for his birthday. Yeah. And, um, oh, we're going with this again, huh? <laughs> he's still pushing for the Wii U, which I don't fucking understand at all. But it's got to be the peer new pressure. The Lara Croft game came out. I really want to play it. It's I supposed am, to be uh, awesome. Yeah, they should just make Indiana Jones games. I mean, let's just, come on. Anyway. But um, but I was just, you know I was thinking about it, just like when would I play if we had gotten yeah. him the three sixty at Christmas time like when would I play? That's the thing like I like when we finish tonight like I'm gonna get the show ready, edit out that one thing that you said, and um, <laughs> or I might just edit the whole section so nobody has any idea. Uh, um, and then like I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, you know I should play a game, but then I'll uh, it's like. I don't have fucking time. Yeah, that's the thing. You see, it goes it's like, oh, because it'll be three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like the the level I'm on now, like the like the the mission, because uh, Resident Evil Six is like you do four different things with yeah. like eight or nine different characters. Like the one I'm on now is like stealth. Like I gotta sneak up behind this guy, slit his fucking throat. I gotta sneak up behind this guy, crack his neck. I gotta, but I can't shoot anybody, or else forty mutant right. fucking soldiers come at me. And like, there's no. It's like the old Splinter Cell stuff. Yeah, and I can't like stop in the middle because then I'll have to start over. So I need the time to do it. Oh, I don't have I the time. Fucking loved Splinter Cell, man. Splinter would, Cell was fun. I would sit there in just total yeah. blackness and just like listening with the volume like way the fuck yeah. up, you know. And yeah. Julie would come in the room. She's like, "It's two thirty in the morning. What are you doing? Like, Shut the fuck up! They're gonna hear me." Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like you trying to get me killed. But I, I found that I, I I've been taking uh, I take the games where it's like easily digestible chapters, like like none of this Metal Gear with like two hour cutscenes. Like I need something that I have like I have an hour. Yeah. So like I'll go back and I'll play Tony Hawk, where it's like each each run is like two minutes. Yeah. Or I can't remember the time the time frame for it because I'm that tired. But it's like I could get in in an hour. I could get in a good like forty runs and yeah. like try to get my high score up, or I could play Resident Evil Six and hope I hit a checkpoint before I have to pick the girls right. up from school. Yeah, 
There have been a couple times where I've paused it, gone and got him, come home and said, I'm fighting this gigantic spider monster. You got to help me and point out when my health gets low. And they have fun with it. Yeah. You know? And it gets them used to monsters, too, which is kind of good <laughs> because we're going to watch a shitload of horror movies when they get older. So oh, yeah. they got to get used to that. But we're running really long. Really, really long. So um, I think thing. it's it's time to to do that part, isn't it? All right. Uh, let me see. Let me just steady myself here. My friends, I'm in need of your attention. <laughs> we need to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ and everything that he can do for you. He's not a wizard. He won't help you rob a bank. But I'll tell you, if you get a flat tire in the snow and you pray to Jesus, AAA is going to come and they're going to help you. And it all because Jesus, not because of your cell phone. Fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> when did I say that? <laughs> it's been four years. And you, you, that was good what you had going. <laughs> That's how I know there's no God. I said, fuck you, Jesus, and I'm still alive. We can see further, hear better, and think clearer when we are on our knees. Penis. <laughs> hey there, Chris and Frank. Hey. This is Reverend Scott. <laughs> are you guys ready for another segment of Last Rites? What is that bastard saying about me this yeah, week? Yeah, no kidding. Well, don't worry. I'm sure I won't say anything during this segment that's negative or degrading to your character. I pretty much guarantee every week that this segment won't embarrass you guys. And it fucking does. <laughs> you know what? That's not my fault. I just report what you guys say verbatim. For instance, Chris, what does evolution mean? Evolution means that that a penguin can turn into a bat. See, I had nothing to do with that. You can't blame me if you're upset over what you say. I don't get it. Like, what? What? where did this stupid bullshit come from? Um, your terrible show, of course. I do take credit for Frank saying whatever the fuck he wants, though. He did ask me if he could, and I said yes. Scott said I could. Scott said I could. But you don't really have an excuse, do you, Chris? And you just can't stop yourself from listening to what I come out with every week. Part of me's like, I want to see what he keeps coming out with. And then part of me's like, I just don't give a shit anymore. He can go fuck himself. And if I see him, I'm going to punch him in his cock. <laughs> oh, Chris, I bet there's something you do to my cock, but it's oh. not punching it. <laughs> I tell you what, I really need to get going, but maybe I should run through some of the things everyone should look forward to on the next episode. Tune in next week when Chris and Frank get it all of three minutes into the show and just give up. This show's going nowhere. Oh, this is going to be a long night. I asked Chris to tell us if he couldn't have sex with humans anymore, what animal would he turn to to keep his active sex life? Really? Frog. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Chris runs out of wine. Oh, that's... That's terrible. Chris and Frank comment on Frank's new dildo molded out of his own penis. It's I mean, just you've got thinner it's and longer and longer. Yeah. So uh, normally people prefer thicker and longer, but yeah, whatever. Sometimes, you know, it's, and it is weird in your hand. This it's so fucking light. It's scary. Chris finally gets to interview Mitt Romney. You sir are a fucking moron. <laughs> Chris and Frank consider doing a segment just like the one I do every single week. That means work and thinking. I know. I know. What can you do? 
And finally, Chris and Frank check out my high school yearbook photo. This guy looks like a fucking pedophile. Doesn't he? But until then, peace and love, guys. Are you serious? You're gonna Unintentionally be- racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like the self-depreciating stuff he threw in at the oh, end there. That yeah, was nice. That, that is funny. You know you should do that part of it that you're going to cut out? Uh-huh. Send it to him. See what he does with it. I have two I could send, send to him. Send it to him. See what he does. I mean, clearly I don't. I mean, whatever. People give me shit about it. Bring it. All right. <sighs> Anywho, oh, y'all, yo. I'm thinking we should start playing this shit at the beginning of the show. No, I don't want to listen to the rest of the show. And that's it. Well, people can just fast forward to his part. All that shit that we said, like the parenting stuff, I think was actually pretty good. Yeah. The rest, of the, know, had, rest of the show was shit. Stuff. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think that we have very important things to say. Yeah, plug your show. Yeah, hey, Teddy's Really, Really Late Show, TRRLS.com. Uh, March 23rd, Danvers, Massachusetts. Yep, are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. Burnett, the guy that did the reality show Survivor, he did a miniseries for the History Channel called The Bible, and it debuted in some of the largest ratings ever in the history of television. And uh, Mark Burnett and his wife have been going around talking about how they want to have this stuff taught to our kids in public schools. So obviously, I knew I had to check this out for myself. So I went over to the History Channel, which really is the history, what Dr. Pepper is to doctors. And this is what I found, man. Right away, we get a warning that basically says this is based on a true story. So you know this shit's going to be good. So in the beginning, there was an all-powerful, all-knowing God. And he was like, this sucks, man. What is the point of being so damn awesome if no one tells me how awesome I am? So he makes gold people to kiss his ass, Adam and Eve. And of course, he makes them white because fuck you every other race on Earth. And obviously, he also makes them hot because God don't make no uggos. 
So almost immediately, Edie starts fucking shit up, just like a woman would do. And then the next thing you know, motherfuckers are cracking each other in the head with rocks. And Guy says, fuck this shit, I'm murdering everybody. So Guy drowns all the men and women and children, all the innocent little babies, all the cute little animals, drowns them all brutally. Except for White Noah, the whitest man in the Middle East and his family, because God loves honkies. And White Noah's telling us about how God rested on the seventh day. Because we all know there's nothing more that an all-powerful being needs than lots of rest. So the next thing you know, we have Abraham, who's a descendant of Noah, and he's on a mountain, and he's starting to hear voices, and the voices tell him, go into the next village, kill all the motherfuckers, and take all their shit. So that's what he does. He goes to the next village, and kills all the motherfuckers, and takes all their shit. And the next thing you know, he's banging his slave girl, who's really hot. And then the next thing you know, he's got a kid with his wife, and a kid with the slave girl, and his wife ain't having it. She's like, oh, hell no, that bitch gotta go. So Abraham banishes his own son and his slave girl out into the wilderness, like the biggest douchebag in the history of Earth. And the next thing you know, Abraham's hearing voices again, and the voices are like, Hey, you know that town Sodom? Well, they're having a little bit too much fun over there. They're having sex, drugs, rock and roll, dancing around, and I can't have people having that much fun, so I'm going to kill them all. And Abraham's like, My nephew Lot lives down there. So God's like, I tell you what, I'll send some angels down there to see if Lot is righteous. And Abraham's like, Aren't you all knowing when you already know if Lot is righteous or not? What do you need angels for? And God's like, Dude, you don't need some angels or not. And Lot's like, Fine. So the angels go down there, they get the shit kicked out of them, and they're like, Help us, these guys are trying to rape us. And so Lot is like, okay, I'll help you, dude. So he brings him inside his house and shuts the door. And the townspeople are pissed, man. They're like, let us rape those dudes. And Lot is like, how about I let you rape my little virgin daughters instead? And the townspeople are like, no, we want to rape those dudes, man. And then the dudes are like, fuck this shit. You ain't raping us, man. And they break all bad and go in slow motion. And the next thing you know, the angel's like, rape this motherfucker. And then they're all blind. And they're all screaming in agony. And the angel's like, let's get the hell out of here, dudes. And so they're all running away. And then suddenly the Asian dude's like, I got this shit. And he went out his sword like he's fucking Kratos from the God of War, because obviously a supernatural angel will be using man-made weapons, and he just goes fucking ninja warrior on everybody, starts slicing and dicing people, pulls out some Matrix moves, man, uses his drunken monkey kung fu, just like an Asian would. And the next thing you know, they run away from the city, and God's firebombing it, even though he can snap his fingers and have it disappear off the face of the earth. God's a drama queen, so he's got to firebomb that shit. And the angels are like, don't look back. But there's always one bitch who can't fucking listen. So she turns around and looks. And she turns to salt, because that's what happens when you look at shit. God tells you not to, you turn to salt. And then the light covers his daughter's eyes up. And later on, takes him into the mountains and has an incestuous three-way with him. That's what the Bible really says. So the next thing you know, Abraham's hearing voices again. And the voices are like, hey, Abraham, why don't you murder your son? So Abraham's like, sounds good to me. So he gets his knife, and he takes his kid up on the hill. And he grabs him, and he starts tying him up. And he says, sorry, dude, I gotta kill you. And he puts him up there, and he's just about to stab him. And the voice in his head says, dude, I was totally just kidding. You're one crazy motherfucker. And then Abraham's like, but I gotta kill something. So the voice is like, well, then you gotta kill something. Just kill that innocent little cute lamb over there that never heard a fly. So Abraham does. He murders that cute little lamb. And his son's like, get me the fuck away from this crazy asshole. And it turns out that kid grew up to have another kid named Israel, who led the Israelites who were God's chosen people. But God always shits on his people, so the next thing you know, these people are all enslaved by the Egyptians for 400 years, man. And the next thing you know, Moses is sword fighting with the Pharaoh for some reason, and then he cuts his face, and the Pharaoh's all pissed off. And the next thing you know, Moses is walking around, he's all bummed out, and he sees a dude beating a slave, and he's like, oh, hell no, and cracks that motherfucker with a rock, so he has to run and hide in a tent. And so one night, while he's hiding in his tent, he starts tripping balls, man. He starts seeing a burning bush, and the burning bush is like, dude, it's me. It's totally God. I need your help, Moses. I need you to go back down to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let my people be free. And Moses is like, what the hell would you need me for, dude? You're all powerful. If you wanted your people free, just snap your fingers. They'd instantly be free. It doesn't make any logical sense. And God is like, dude, just fucking do it. 
So the next thing you know, Moses is down there saying, hey, dudes, God sent me to set you guys free. And they're all like, why the fuck would God send you to set us free? He's all powerful. He can just blink his fingers so we'd instantly be free. It doesn't make any logical sense. And Moses is like, I know, right? God is crazy. So the next thing you know, Moses is in front of the Pharaoh, and he's like, God says, let my people be free. And Pharaoh's like, fuck that shit. And Moses is like, you'll be sorry. So the next thing you know, the Pharaoh's bathing in the river. And Moses is like, watch this, dudes. And he totally turns the river to blood. And the Pharaoh's like, what the hell is this shit? And Moses is like, it's blood, bitch. Set my people free. And the Pharaoh's like, never. And Moses is like, all right, dude, I'm going to fuck you up. So the next thing you know, there's frogs everywhere. There's maggots. There's flies. There's dead animals. There's hell. There's boils. All kinds of bad shit going on. But the Pharaoh still says, fuck you, dude. So then Moses has to go down and break the bad news to his people that God's all pissed off. And he's going to kill everybody's firstborn son. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? Why would God take it out of our kids? Our kids have nothing to do with this, man. If God is mad and wants us to be free, then why doesn't he just snap his fingers and we'd all be free instantly? It doesn't make any logical sense. Why is he killing motherfuckers? But Moses is like, dude, you know God. He works in retardedly mysterious ways. But he gave me a loophole. All we got to do is kill a bunch of lambs, bleed them out, and then rub their blood above our doors and he won't kill our children. And so they do that. They kill all these innocent lambs and they bleed them. And they rub the blood all over their doors and traumatize their kids. And their kids are like... Why are we doing this? If God is all-knowing, wouldn't he automatically know which one of us are with him and which one of us are without us rubbing blood on our doors? And they're like, shut up, kid. And the next thing you know, the smoke monster is being sent down from heaven from God to kill everybody's firstborn kids. And he's like, go kill me some kids, go kill me some kids. Go, can't kill your kid because you got blood on your door. I can't kill your kid because you got blood on your door, but I'm going to still kill me lots of kids. And that's exactly what he does, man. He kills lots of firstborn little babies. So anytime an anti-abortion person tells you that God is against killing babies, Tell him they need to tell it to the Bible, man, because he clearly has no problem with it. And one of the kids he murders is the Pharaoh's son. Even though he had nothing to do with shit, man, he kills him anyway. And the Pharaoh's like, dude, really? You really had to kill my son, man? That's a fucking dick move. Uncool, dude, uncool. Do you really want to be free that bad? Get the fuck out, dude. And they're like, hooray! Our God murdered lots of innocent kids and babies so we can be set free. Isn't he awesome? Let's get the fuck out of here. So they get the fuck out of there, and they make it all the way to the Red Sea. And then, boom, the Pharaoh shows up out of the middle of nowhere and says, Surprise, motherfuckers! I could have easily killed you while you're still inside my city, but I decided to let you all go so I could chase you down to the Red Sea and kill you here for some reason. And everybody's like, We're fucked! We're fucked! But Moses is like, Chill the fuck out, dudes. I got this. And he's like, Hadouken! And the water splits up, man. And everybody's like, Holy fuck, dude! Moses is like, run, bitches, run. So everybody does, they run, and as they run past Moses, they're like, I don't understand why God just didn't instantly beam us to the other side. Why does he go through all this pageantry? It doesn't make any logical sense. And Moses is like, just run, motherfuckers. And so they're running, and they all get to the other side. And the Pharaoh is the dumbest motherfucker ever. He never learns his lesson. And he's like, everybody, run directly into certain death. And they're like, yeah, let's run into certain death. So they all do, they run into certain death. And Moses waits, and they all get in there, and then all of a sudden he's like, Wipe out! And then God sends the waves crashing down the soldiers, and they're all brutally murdered and died for nothing more than following orders like good little soldiers do. And then Moses is like, yay, God just brutally murdered all those dudes for us. Isn't God the shit? And the next thing you know, God orders Moses to climb a mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. But God can't make shit easy on anybody. There's lightning, and there's rain, there's thunder, there's hail, there's all kinds of wind. Moses is struggling to get to the top, and Moses is like, dude, do you want me to get these fucking Ten Commandments or not? And God's like, I want you to get them. I just want your ass to work for it. So finally he does get the Ten Commandments, and he brings them down the hill, and dude's waiting for him, and dude's like, it's a good thing you went up there all by yourself, where nobody could verify if what you said is true or not. Luckily for you, though, 
These stone tablets are so technologically advanced, there's no possible way you could have forged them yourself. They had to have come from God. So the next thing you know, dudes, Moses and his people, despite God's promises, end up wandering around the desert lost for 40 fucking years. Because God is a total douchebag. And that's it, man. That's the History Channel's The Bible, parts one and two in under ten minutes. I mean, if these aren't the ridiculous stories that primitive monkeys would tell each other, I don't know what is. You people really believe this stuff? Really? <laughs> LOL, man. That's all you get, jerks!